Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we talk about all things reality TV or whatever, period. Ah. I'm your host, Pharaoh, and I'm joined with our wonderful co-host, Lily. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. The Baby Canada Awards was, not gonna lie, I was kind of bored, child. Uh, <laughs> we were under the impression that it was gonna be an eviction tonight, so we you thought it was gonna be a final three. But it turned out to still be a final four, even though we all know Kevin is probably going home. But we moved. But we moved. So as you see today, we are going to be deep diving into the final four of Big Brother Canada 10. We are going to be talking about all of the last four players. Um, We are going to go through their games week by week as much as we can and really dive down into what they did, how they got to the end, and how they played or whatever. But first, (laughs) but first, we are going to be rating the players for this last week, this week 10, and we are going to be starting with JC Lynn. If I could ever get this over here, hello? Okay. But we are going to be starting with JC Lynn. And how do you feel about JC Lynn as an overall player lead? So I just feel like JC Lynn overall is just barely a player. Um, as we know for most of the game, she was just laid up under Gino, which I've said multiple times I can't blame her. Gino is fine. If mm-hmm. Gino wanted to, you know, get up in my goodies, I would, you know, be just lay up on him all day too. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I can't judge her for that. But you know, she was never going to win. I do think it was inevitable that she was going to lose at some point. There was a path for her, but clearly she was just not, she wasn't game focused enough to even, you know, utilize it to get there. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And that's on her. A lot of the reasons why she couldn't make the end game connections to get to the end is because she wasn't working on those connections the entire game. She Mm -hmm. stopped talking to Betty. She never really talked to Josh. And Kevin Holina, like there was like, they, it was just, they were cordial, but there was no real game relationship. So I think I'm going to just set it at a three for Jason Lynn. The mm. only really good thing about her is that she can win competitions. I agree wholeheartedly. I was also going to give her a three. I feel like the only good thing is that she can win competitions, and that's why I'm giving her a three. And other than that, she's not good. So that's what I did. Um, now to people in the game, the final four. Based off this last week, um, which happened, which... What had happened was, was Josh won the Final Four HOH. He nominated Kevin and Betty. And he won the Final Four veto. So we are under the assumption that he's going to use the veto on Betty. And Betty's going to evict Kevin. So right now it's looking like Kevin's going to be fourth place. The Final Three is going to be Josh, Helena, and Betty. And it seems like Josh might just win the game, honestly. So, with that being said, let's just start with Betty. What do you rate Betty from last week? I think we have to give Betty a lot of 10s as a player. Um, A lot of people are not giving her enough credit. I mean, she fully flipped Josh against the crash test dummies. Josh has been blindly loyal to the crash test dummies since about, what, Tanisha's week? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, damn near half the goddamn game. He has been doing everything in his power to help Kevin and Helena get further. And at the end, when she needed to, she was able to get him back on her side, essentially getting her the final three because he won his HOH and he won his veto. And before Feeds that went down, he told her, look, 
I'm using video on you. You're casting the final vote. So I think Betty has shown a lot of promise as a game player. I think that she is in a really good position. She's most definitely going to make final two. And if she were to win the final HOH and take Josh or Helena, I think she could potentially win. So I think I am going to give her a six. I don't want to be too high on Betty for the simple fact that I do think Josh has redeemed himself a lot, um, especially with the jury. And she would have to beat him. And he looks like he's on a roll at this point. Mm -hmm. But I, I want to give her the credit she definitely deserves. I think this week, she I think she was proven it in general. But the, the way she just was able to really get Josh on her side and against Helena and Kevin, like, it shows that she's really a player in this mm -hmm. game. A lot of people were really looking down on Betty as a game player. And mm -hmm. no, she, was, she, she, she knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. So it's a six for me. Yeah. Um, I like Betty this week. She did, like you said, she did exactly what the fuck she needed to do, which was get um, Josh to turn against the Crash Test Dummy. Not only the Crash Test Dummies, but Kevin specifically. And that's really, really good because Kevin was the, you know, um, mastermind of the season. So for her to be the one to take him out, to be the one to flip Josh, that's really, really impressive. I also think that she's going to final three, I mean, final two, regardless, because Josh is taking her, Helena's taking her, and she's taking herself. So her being in final two, regardless, is really, really good. Um, and I feel like she does beat Helena. And I feel like if, if she wins the last HOH and she puts up a good fight in the speech, she could beat Josh. So I don't think her chances are, are bad. I think her chances are good. I think she could also, she could be the one to win the final HOH. She's won competitions. She um, could. And she could cut Josh. Now, they have promised to take each other to the final two. So I don't think she would. I think the move definitely is for her to take Josh. If she cuts Josh and takes Elena, she wins the game. Mm -hmm. um, I do think there's a chance if she wins and takes Josh, she can still win because mm -hmm. she's the one who took him. But it's just it's gonna be hard. Against we that. don't know fully how the jury is voting, and I know Kevin and Helena are probably definitely both doing Josh. They yeah. kind of influence Marty's vote. It it, it it could go either way. Yeah, I'm gonna give her a seven this week. I feel like she did good. Um, Helena. So this wasn't a good week for Helena because she's gonna lose Kevin, um, who she would have lost to in the final two anyways. She's probably gonna lose in the final two against anyone. Um, honestly, she, her best chance is to win HOH, the, the final HOH and take Betty. But even in that scenario, I think Helena loses the game. Um, yeah, she didn't necessarily do good this week because she didn't win HOH and she didn't win Vito and she lost Josh. She didn't get nominated and she's still unnominated. So that's good. But other than that, it's not looking good for her. It doesn't seem like she can win the game in any scenario. Honestly, I think even if she wins the final HOH and takes one of them, they still are going to be like, well, anyways, we're voting Betty. Or anyways, we're voting Josh. Um, or even if it's Kevin. Like, even if Kevin slides by, she's still she's still not going to win the game. I don't see Helena winning the game. Helena can't win the game. And that's the goal right now. It's Final Four. What's yeah. the goal? Win the game. She literally can't. So I'm going to have to give her a four because you lost. And that's generous. So I don't, um, I mean, because it's like this week was barely a week. It really came down to veto. Mm -hmm. um, I do think oh, her chance of winning is just low. I mean, the way she, the way, I mean, her, can we get into the goodbye message to JC Lynn? Her essentially telling her, 
Um, you weren't in the game because you were worried about dick the whole time, and I was playing. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm here, and that's why you're out. And she's mm -hmm. doing the jury. And we already know that Gino and Marty are both low in her game. Marty and uh, I mean Herman never respected her as a player in the game. Mm -hmm. I just think it's really bad for her. It is really bad for her. I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her a five point five because I do think there's still a chance that mm -mm. she could win that final HOH, mm -mm. and um, mm -mm. I just think that because she's a good competition, a, a good. She's, she's still gonna lose. She can win the five. She's still gonna lose. Who's who? Take and I'm take Betty and not, both. I don't really think that. I will say I don't hundred percent think that. Herman, Moose, Summer, Josh are all voting Betty. That's enough. That's just off the dome. I'm just saying it's a shame. And I'm saying you are being very generous. And I love that for you. We love a generous king. How do you feel about Josh, the actual contender? No shade to Halim. But shade to so, Halim. this is honestly the best Josh has played all season. Um, <laughs> he won the HOH. He won the veto. Due to Betty successfully flipping um, him back on her side, um, he was making the best move for his game because he originally wanted to go to the end with Kevin, which would have been dumb as hell because, as we all know, Kevin ran the fuck out of his game and would have beat him. So um, mm -hmm. now that he's on the correct path, thanks to Betty, um, I want to give him. I think I'm give him a seven this week. I mean, he had complete control. Um, there's a big likelihood that Kevin is going, which is the best move for his game, and he is the likely winner. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to be high on him because a lot of people in the jury value competition abilities. He's won the HOH and the veto. If he were to win the final HOH, you know, that's going to be another big win. He won the triple, which was a big win. He's getting a lot of key moments. And, of course, he has an incredible social game. So going into this end game, I, I, I'm really high on Josh. Now, overall, what you're going to get into, not the highest on Josh, but he <laughs> ate this week up in the final four cents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think he did really, really good this week. He wasn't only just, you know, uh, winning both of the competitions. Um, also is going to make sure Kevin goes home. We think he's also setting Helena. First of all, he indicated kind of that he's taking Helena and not Betty. Um, a little bit. He kind of indicated it tonight in this episode by saying, the reason that I don't want to nom Helena is that I have a case against her in the final two. I do think he could still take Betty, but Josh has been pretty ruthless all game. He was very okay with Tanisha going. He didn't care. To, he nominated Betty. He didn't care for Summer to go. So if Josh wins final HH, he might take Helena, bitch. And I'm not 1,000% sure he's taking Betty. He is a ruthless person. He's trying to win the game. Yeah. And if he takes Helena, how he kind of indicated tonight in the episode, I mean, he won one. I am really impressed. If he has something, he's winning probably by a lot. Probably unanimously, damn near. But Josh is Josh. I think he's played very well. Even if he takes Betty, he still wins. I believe if he takes Helena, he wins. The only situation is if he doesn't win the final HOH and Betty cuts him or Helena cuts him. But I think he still has made a good rapport for both of them to low key consider taking him. I can even see Helena consider taking him, even though she's supposedly this. Whatever. Um, I can see both of them consider taking him, which is. Good too. So I'm gonna give him an A, babe. Honestly, hey, hey, he's doing good. He might. I'm gonna give him an eight point five because he's finna win the game. Honestly, I think this is just Josh's. We're just talking about the winner right now. Honestly, yeah, um, he's the winner. Yeah, he's the winner. I'm gonna give uh, Josh has won this season. Um, I, I'm still hoping my sister Betty can pull it out, but she talked about bringing Josh to the end, and I she's Girl. not beating that man. She's not beating that man. Unfortunately. 
He's not. So, um, last but not least, Kevin. How are you feeling about Kevin this week? So, I think Kevin, as we all know, has been a very, very consistent, strategic mastermind. I mean, he has really just been dominating this game the entire the entire jury up. Tanisha's mm-hmm. week up, he has been completely controlling and dictating who how everyone has been going home. And that was due to his connections with Betty, Helena, and Josh. So it, it's fitting that they're all in Final Four. Um, overall, as a player for this week, I'm, I'm kind of low on Kevin because what really shocked me, I didn't, I honestly did not, when 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 he decided to keep Josh based on the conversation of I'm throwing Final Four HOH, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I did not think they held their heart too much on that. I honestly, because I'm just thinking, why the fuck would he throw Final Four HOH? Mm-hmm. Like, duh, he was lying, no. But as it's revealed tonight's episode that, no, they were very serious about that. They mm-hmm. truly thought he was going to do it, and they feel played. I mean, I don't think you should feel played because, I mean, why did you think he was going to throw it in the first place, babe? I mean, hey. we just saw him nominate his closest ally. Y'all think y'all y'all think y'all the uh, exception? Really, Josh is here for the money. He's here for the check, and he's going to get it. So I am – Slightly disappointed in Kevin. Um, that was not the move for him. Once Josh was fully flipped on Kevin, Josh needed to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin did not realize that. And I want to say I think that is because it was a lot of work that Betty put in that Kevin didn't even realize Betty was doing. I think he just took a lot of hits this week. They really, yeah. really like I think you know, we're probably gonna get into it on the overall thing, but him letting Josh get this part probably was his mistake because now he's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. He's like it is too late. So I am gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a five this week. I'm gonna give him a five this week because I the mistake was huge, but it's final four, final five. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know. And he is nominated, but I do think you know, like it, it, it's final four. You know, yeah. who, who's going home if not him? Yeah. I'm not gonna say you know he necessarily put himself in this position, and I don't think this decision dictates him as a player. I think he's a great player. I think he's still the best player of the season. Mm-hmm. No shade. It's just clearly a bad week and yeah. really wrong read. <laughs> yeah, it was a really bad week. I think all the way back to keeping him over JC Lynn was a wrong move. I think him thinking that Josh was gonna throw the HOH was a bad move. I think him allowing Betty to just, first of all, the whole week they were saying, Betty and Josh are close again, are they? I think they are. Y'all knew they were close again. Come on, bro. Like, you was not paying attention. He didn't keep his hold on Betty. He just lost it this week. And it's sad because he's played so well up to now. But this week he was on his, he had one bad week and it was the most important week, you know, and it sucks. Um, I think if he's, I think there's a slight chance he could stay. But I think it's slight. I think Kev, I think Josh is done with him. I think he's probably gone. And I'm gonna just give him a four. He's still a good player. It's Final Four. Somebody had to go, like you said. I'm gonna give him a four. Period. <sighs> Period. So that was the last week. That was week ten. Now we have all of their averages, and now we can move on to. Deep diving into all of them. So, oh my god! Uh, it's nice, isn't it, bro? This is cute. Okay. Oh, you really ate this. No, I ain't no, Pharaoh. You ate I this. Ain't no, 
Okay, so as you see, we have the final four. We have their stats underneath them. And then underneath all of that, we have their weekly average rating that me and Lee have given them every single week. And then on the end, we have the overall average of how it went throughout the entire season or whatever. You get it? You get it. Great. So we can start with Josh. I guess I should have had those in order. Oh, well. We can start with Josh and talk about him weekly to weekly or whatever. I'm going to pull up on my phone. The thing. So. And wait, and did you want to do it like each of them one through ten? Or did you want to just run through each of them each week? Um, Each of them each week, I think. Okay. So. Oh, wait. Each of them one through ten. Is that okay. better? I think we stay on one person. So stay on one person. So with Josh starting off, let's rewind. Let's get back to the beginning of the game. We Genesis. Genesis. We enter the game. It is week one. We don't have week one ratings because week one went by fast. And that was when her mom was HOH. But what happened that week was um, Josh was in invited into two alliances. He was invited into the Sabbath Seven, and he was also invited into the Honey Bunches, Honey Bunches of Oaks. Um, correct? Correct. So he has these two alliances, and within those alliances, um, week one, we just know that he's in those alliances. It is until week two until the fees get cut on. So week one, he's in those alliances, and it seems like he's in a good position from what we've seen on the episode. Um, Herman is HOH. And then Melina goes home that week. And then we get into week two, which is when we can actually start analyzing things because now mm-hmm. the fees are on. And, you know, going into the first week, you know, all we know is that he came in, obviously, with Summer, Gino, and JC Lynn. They formed the Honey Bunches that, you know, never really became a real, real thing. So right. uh, fees come on and we learn about the Savage Seven. Yes. So the Savage Seven was the first and really only alliance in the game that (laughs) because it was so the rest of the season was so fluid but the original savage seven alliance consisted of herman who created it Uh moose Uh kyle gino josh tanisha and summer so josh was in the savage seven he's in a great position but the guy about josh first week is that (laughs) He didn't talk to any of them bitches. <laughs> he didn't talk to none of them. The whole time, all we hear is, I mean, we don't, Josh doesn't really come up to talk to us. We just got to kind of go around and talk to him. Everyone's saying they kind of have to go talk to Josh. Everyone's like, I think Josh prefers if you go talk to him. And it's like, bang. So this is week two. Marty is H-O-H. Marty is not targeting Josh, but he is targeting one of Josh's closest allies, which is Jay. All we know right now is that Josh is very close to the outliers, the people who are not in this majority alliance. He's mainly talking to the people who are at the bottom of the house. Mm -hmm. Jess, Jay, (laughs) Betty, the people who were not embedded into this big alliance or even in the honey bunches. He's literally talking to the people who are going to be, in our minds, these are the people who are going to be targeted we like literally this week the final nominees are Jay and Betty and those are his two closest allies this week. Mm-hmm. So as you can see, you know, we gave him a 3.75 because it was bad for Elmo. 
it was bad. People were talking about targeting him. He did not like this because the Savage Seven was already just being ripped apart mm-hmm. that week because this is also the week where Kyle starts to assume that, you know, everyone not white is probably working together. Mm-hmm. He's also, you know, cultivating that relationship with Marty. So mm-hmm. things are shifting in the house. And Josh, unknowingly, you know, his game is coming up for under him. And all mm-hmm. he's talking to is Jay and Betty. Yeah. So it, it wasn't a good week for him at all. It was a bad week. A lot of people going into this week three, a lot of people are are kind of are kind of throwing Josh under the bus. There are people, Moose is walking around spreading lies. There are people walking around spreading lies. And then there's a boys alliance of Kyle, Moose at first, um, Marty, and Gino that is created because they don't really trust um the Sabbath Seven. So they're like, well, we're just going to work with Marty because Marty's HOH right now. And so all of them people are working with Marty. And a lot of them, basically all three of them, three of the, the three white men, no shade, are <laughs> thinking Josh probably going to be one of our earlier targets because he don't talk to us. I don't really trust him. I feel like he's working with the other side that doesn't yeah. exist. Um, so at this point, it's it's a lot of whispers about, oh, Josh might be a target soon. So we're already thinking in our minds, if this goes by like normal big brother, Jess might go, Betty might go, and then Josh, because after them, he's he's in the in a in the worst position at this point. But after this week ends, Jay goes home, and Kyle wins HOH, and this really shows us that the season is not going to be the way we can we can't predict this season because when Kyle wins HOH, we're kind of under the assumption, okay, he's probably just going to target Betty. Um, and then he doesn't do that. <laughs> he Kyle Kyle essentially um officializes the fact that all of the people of color he thinks are working together, all the black people he feels are working together, and he feels like he needs to create a new alliance with all the white people. And with that being said, he is now going to target Josh. <laughs> so now Josh is Kyle's target because he's assuming Josh is working with all the black people. My- you well let's and, and, let, and let's let's walk that back a little bit yes go back because uh initially you know kyle at the beginning of the week uh at first because and i remember going into this week i was like kyle who are with everyone so him with nature is going to be interesting because you know he really trying to put up two people mm-hmm. and then which was i believe betty and jess yes and then he didn't put up those two people mm-hmm. so you know he settled on wanting to put up stephanie Mm-hmm. He was good on Stephanie, but then he... The target was Moose at first. Yeah, the target was Moose at first. Well, <laughs> I, honestly, originally, the target was Stephanie. <laughs> That's why I skipped the was Stephanie and Betty. Yes. The target being Stephanie. Yes. And then he switched to the target being Moose. Yes. So after Moose had one veto that week, uh, of course, he was looking for another nominee. It was going to be Betty, but then Marty, Mr. Marty... Steps in and he comes to Kyle and he's like, you know, Kyle, I'm feeling like you're not talking to me this week. I feel like I'm not really in this alliance like that. Like you're not listening to me because obviously Kyle is crazy and has been neglecting anything his alliance members have wanted this entire week while destroying like every alliance in the house, Mm -hmm. which causes this fluid ass season for the rest of the freaking season. So he decides, okay, I'm going to put up Josh. And now Josh is my target. Then now Josh is Kyle's target. And this is really when we get the true, you know, gravity of, of how Josh is playing this game. 
because it, it looks like he's not doing good. Like before this, it looks like he's not doing good. It looks like he's not playing at a good caliber. But we notice once he gets nominated, people are coming out the woodworks mm-hmm. talking about how they want to save Josh. Now, it was between week two and week three, there was a transition with a lot of the 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 black players. The black players kind of um, have been pushed a little bit already towards each other a little bit. So there's become this sense of camaraderie where Summer and Tanisha are like, well, Josh is, Josh is going to work with us. Now they feel like Josh is really going to work with them. Um, and so now Summer and Tanisha mainly are going to work very hard to keep Josh. Betty is also mm-hmm. part of that. So there are people coming out of the woodworks trying to keep Josh in this game. Um, And he's nominated against Stephanie. And Stephanie was not a good player like that. And and it's interesting because if we look back to that first week, we were thinking like, oh, Josh, like he's he's not talking to anyone in his alliance. Like, Mm -hmm. how is he going to basically be able to stay if he's nominated? And then literally the next week, a lot of those connections he was making specifically with Kevin Helena during this time. Mm -hmm. And... um, well, not really Kalina at this time, but a lot with Kevin and then Betty and then things like that. Like a lot of people felt like they were going to be important. Exactly. Like they could really use him in this game, which is why, you know, he ended up getting a a 4.25 this week, even though he was nominated because Mm -hmm. a lot of people, like he was, he was staying. I mean, Mm -hmm. it ended up being him staying. What was it? Nine to two? It was nine to two. Mm-hmm. Like it, he got to the point where Marty wanted to keep him. Everyone wanted to end up keeping him at the end of the week. And it's because he did put in work. He he campaigned. A lot of people were campaigning for him. And it just really people were willing to go against Kyle because Kyle was a weak HOH and mm-hmm. Stephanie and Stephanie was a weak nominee. It was a lot of it was a lot of reason that went into it. But at the end of the day, a lot of people ended up wanting to just save Josh. Marty exactly. thinking he's the one flipping the vote and that he's he's willing to flip the vote on Kyle to do that, my Marty is crazy, but still, you know, it, it really showed that okay, Josh is Josh is here, Josh and this turned here. out to be a really pivotal week because it it, it starts the the split that we kind of solidify on the Tanisha week mm-hmm. because this is where the like I said the idea is really pushed that the people of color are working together. Obviously, Josh mm-hmm. is a person of color, so he is grouped with them and. The idea of the non-POC uh, players need to stick together because obviously if they're going to work together. We're going to be on the outs. Mm-hmm. So this is where the idea kind of starts, and the house kind of starts um, splitting up, mm-hmm. and then going into week four, it was it was essentially everybody against Gino, Jason, Lynn, mm-hmm. and Kyle, and then well. <laughs> And so week four, because how Lee just said, because there was a new, you know, kind of division coming along. Week four is when everyone in the middle was going to get a good rating. Because as you see, Kevin, Helena and Josh, who were all in the middle, got the highest ratings that week because it was already it was we we could tell it was going to be a split type of situation. And because of that, because Kevin, Helena and Josh were the most in between those situations, they got the highest rating. So with Josh, Josh had a great relationship with Jess, who was on one side. Him and Gino had rekindled their relationship after what had happened. He also had good relationships with the other side, which was Tanisha, Betty, um, Summer. So at this point, Josh was in a very good position, and we saw how people went, and he had rekindled his relationship with Marty. So at that point, Josh was very, very good in that game. He was very well positioned. He was in a very good position. Gino is HOH. 
Gino isn't even thinking of nominating um, Josh because Gino is like, okay, what the fuck is he thinking? Now that I'm looking at his noms. So Gino originally oh. is like, yeah. Marty turned on me. Yes. So he has to go up for optics and I don't fuck with that bitch. Just literally, he's just, yeah. yeah. So, you know, this week, his original plan is, well, Marty needs to go up because he needs to prove what he did, but Marty isn't necessarily the target. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I can recall, Gino doesn't have necessarily have a target as of yet. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like, we're going to put them two up and see how it rocks. Yes. And then when Marty wins the veto, he has to decide on someone to backdoor. For a minute, it was actually going to be like a Harmon-ish um, type of thing. But he got convinced by Herman, damn near, to not do that. He, he was like, oh, nope, I'm not doing that. And now Herman and Gino have a new alliance for him. Da, 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 da. And he's like, well, fuck it. I got to do Kyle because my girl Summer basically gave me a good reason to do Kyle. So now he's thinking, I'm going to backdoor Kyle because if I get out Kyle, it'll separate me from him. And da, 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 da. It's not Josh. And that's all that matters. And this was a really good week for Josh because the main person who was pushing this narrative that was pushing Josh to a side was Kyle. Also, Kyle was just nominated Josh. Kyle was not good for Josh's Josh's game. So this was a really good week for Josh. He was in the middle. And so going into the next week, it's looking good for Josh. And so the next week, Jess wins HOH. Josh is one of the only people who Jess gives a fuck about. Mm -hmm. But... Jess now is in a full 100% mindset that all of the black people are working together and Josh is a black person. So Jess now, this is the week that really, really divides the house in like very clearly because Jess literally goes to Kevin, um, Gino, JC Lynn and Helena, a little bit Helena um, and says, oh, and Marty and Helena's on the side. And they're like, well, we're all white. So we all got to work together and maybe Helena because it's, you know, it's not black. And, and Josh, you know, he's still in a good position because he has had a really, really good social game. So he has a great connection with Jess. He has a great connection with Helena and Kevin. He has a great connection with um, Marty. I still think he has a great connection with Marty at this mm-hmm. point because Marty is so now. I don't know when he really slips and whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's set up so well that even though he is obviously a black person, he is grouped with them, but they're not worrying about targeting him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this week, it was still really interesting for him because, you know, initially, Jess puts up her mind and moves. And, you know, at that point, it's like, well, Either one of them can go. You know, at this point, he has a, a, a solidified final two with Herman, so he wanted Herman to stay. That was obviously a chance for him to go ahead and stay. And then Bloop, Herman's wins Vito. And then it's time for Rena. It's time for Rena. And that's when Jess decides after... She really already knew who she wanted to put up, but she decides to put up Tanisha. Um, now the final noms are Tanisha and Moose, and this is when Josh's game takes a full turn. Now his game is going to go down the path that got him to essentially the end to where he's at now. This because is when we, got, we started we started becoming really low on Josh at the, at this point. Yes. So Kevin approaches Josh about essentially having a in-betweeners alliance with him and Helena. The idea is that Josh is going to work on the black side. Kevin's going to work on the white side. Helena's going to be there. 
And we're all going to run this house back and forth, back and forth. Kevin wanted to have it to be a split. And Josh is liking this idea. Josh is very down for this idea. He and, and it's a smart thing for him because if that does happen, it does leave him, Kevin and Helena in the end. And I'm pretty sure Josh is thinking I can beat them. So I do think it was a, a, a good choice for him to want to roll with this. But when it came down to the vote, essentially, Kevin's like, well, I want Tanisha gone. So what we're going to do is Tanisha's going to go and you're going to vote to save her, even though Josh was already doing that. Um, but Tanisha's still going to go. And Josh is like, OK. And this is why we brought him down so low from last week is because mainly I don't think it was a good move for Josh to vote out Tanisha at all. Tanisha was a number for Josh. Moose was not like, well, Moose was, but Josh didn't trust Moose at all. So Josh didn't trust Moose at all. He didn't want to work with Moose. He didn't use Moose from this point on. He didn't have any bonds with Moose, nothing. He should have made sure Tanisha stayed and he could have. It was one vote away and Helena was literally sitting down with him. Should we just save Tanisha? And he did not once tell her to do that. Mm-hmm. This is where we start seeing that Josh, it starts seeing like, is Josh playing or is he kind of just a yes man? Like, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that is part of his strategy. He's a very social person. And of course, you know, when you're so social and you're so, you know, a people person and people like you, they want to work with you. If your alliance is getting thrown in your face, you're not going to say no. So at this mm-hmm. point, literally everyone in the game is assuming they're besties with Josh and they can trust Josh when whole time. He's really only loyal to Kevin Lee at this point, the crash test dummies. Mm-hmm. So um, this week continues because it is a double eviction during week five. And that is when we have the chain of safety. So the chain of safety goes, goes interesting for Josh, because at this point we know it's a chain of safety. We're like, is he going to save Kevin and Helena in the chain or is he going to save potentially Betty? So we get to him in the chain and he saves Betty. So it kind of makes us feel like, okay, maybe he's a little bit more self-interested than we thought because he's saving Betty. Um, But by the end of this double eviction, Jess goes home. And Jess was another ally for Josh. So after the double eviction, he loses Tanisha, which he doesn't have to. And he loses Jess, which he doesn't have to. He has the control to vote out Gino, who isn't close to Josh at all at this point. Um, But he gets out Jess. So Mm -hmm. at this point, it's, it's like, okay, Josh, like, <clears throat> it's like it's it's just really showing that he you know you I feel like you have to be lower on a player who is in a position to you know really control and move the game forward and they just choose not to mm-hmm. you know I think Tanisha staying with him, for him would have been way better for him because Tanisha was way more to him at that time than Moose was Moose was more loyal to her mom mm-hmm. and then uh just staying over Gino is ABC uh, one, two, three, because Gino at the time mm-hmm. wanted to work with Josh, but clearly Gino's a huge threat, and Gino and Gino would likely put him up. It, I mean, it's just a lot to it. And you can mm-hmm. say, well, you know, Betty was the reason why they backed out of it, but Josh was a grown ass man, and if Josh n- knew it needed to happen, Josh would have been like, Betty, calm down, we're gonna do it. Because yeah. Gino should have went that week. I think Gino going that week would have really deaded a lot of issues that happened down the line. Because mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Jess would have necessarily won the competitions that Gino. End up winning uh, down the line, but hey. Mm-hmm. So going into week six, Marty wins this next HOH, which is bad. Ooh, which is bad for Josh because Marty gonna nom Josh every time Marty gets a chance to nom Josh. Mm-hmm. Marty noms Josh and Josh is closest ally Betty. Um, so that's not good for him. But Kevin wins the veto, mm-hmm. and Kevin saves Josh, and and I feel like this is a, a testament 
too. A positive about Josh is that Kevin actually was a little bit too loyal to Josh. We it seemed like Kevin was going to cut Josh or just let Josh go or whatever. Yeah. And at this point, it's top what nine. It's going to be top nine, and he's still set holding on to Josh so much so that he was using that veto as soon as he wanted. He yeah. was not even thinking about it. So it, that is a positive. Um, and at this point, Herman gets renamed. The issue is, is that. Tanisha just went home. Jess just went home. And now the final noms are Herman and Betty, two people who will be loyal to Josh and want to work with Josh. Um, but the reason that this went well with him is because this is the week that Betty um, makes a final four. Is it? With Gina and Jay-Z Lynn? It is. This it is. is the week for Betty to stay. She makes a final four with Gino and JC Lynn with Josh. This is very, very beneficial to him because Gino, Gino is going to win more comps. Um, and he's going to protect them with this. The issue is that he didn't necessarily do that. It was literally mostly Betty. Um, yeah. But him being a part of that was very, very good. He also had Kevin and Helena on the side. He still has Summer, who really trusted him. So at this point, he got re-embedded at a really good position. As you see throughout the season, he's always in a good position, really, even when he gets nominated. So just, we, 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 And I want to point out, we have him lower, but it's not necessarily because he is going home or because he put himself in a bad position. It's because he is not an active enough player. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think we gradually kept him at a spot to where he could have potential to grow or potential to fall. And mm -hmm. he did that every other week. Because as you hear, as we're talking about it, everything we say that happens to him, it's happening to him. Summer and Tanisha went out their way to save him. Kevin came to him about this plan. Betty made a deal with Gino and JC Lynn. None of these things are Josh. We're never saying, well, Josh did this and that's why. We're saying somebody else did this to help him. It shows he has a great social game because people are willing to bend over damn near back for, backwards for this boy. But a good social game is not all that you need in Big Brother. Um, and that's why he just can never get over that hump of a seven. He barely got over a seven ever. He never did. So um, going into this next week, he still has a deal with... Um, Gino and JC Lynn, and that's why he gets saved. Gino wins HOH. Gino's like, okay, well, I'm not touching Betty and Josh, which is positive. But Gino being here when he could have went home, mm -hmm. when Josh had the chance, is bad because now Gino is targeting two people once again who would be good for Josh's game. So it's like it's just getting worse and worse for him. At this point, Gino and JC Lynn are are becoming way much of a threat. They're getting to the end game. Kevin is is outplaying him in every corner, basically. Exactly. So at this point, Josh's game is is just going, you know, downhill literally. So Gino mm -hmm. wins the HOH. He targets Moose. Um, this week, actually, he targets Marty. He wants to target Marty. And he wants to target Marty, and Marty is the target. And that would have been really, really good for Josh. But get this. We get to the veto competition, and Josh throws the veto to Helena. Exactly. Josh, this week, is saying, I think I can still rebuild with Marty. I can still work with Marty because this is the things Kevin wants. At this point, we give he, he averages a five because at this point, we have fully realized <laughs> this man is doing whatever Kevin wants. And at this point, Kevin is now plotting on his downfall as, as, as soon as next week. Mm -hmm. So at this point, it, it's coming to the – Josh is like, he's going to go home. Mm -hmm. He's in the clouds and is doing whatever – Kevin wants, and it, it, it's not looking good for him. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, Marty going home for him that week would have been the best thing because Marty almost sent his ass home the very next week. Mm -hmm. But he threw the HOH that he admitted that he did so he could stay in the game. So we get to week eight. It's the triple. 
At the beginning of the triple, Marty wins HOH. He noms Betty and Josh. That's not good for Josh. Once again, Betty wins the veto. Not good for Josh because Josh still is nominated. And luckily, damn near, Marty is insane. And he has <laughs> his side. That's his side. Pick gummy bears to see who goes up. If Kevin or Helena had got this gummy bear, he would be out. Josh would have lost the game week eight, and we wouldn't even be talking about it. We literally would not be talking about him. And that's not good. Honestly, he got a four. He should have been lower than that. He should have been lower. The only, re- the only reason he got a four is because the triple happened, and you know he won that HOA. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so at that point, he would have been a freaking two. But, that, but and that's the thing. And I think that's why it's really important that we – these weeks when he has these low moments, we do have to call them out. And I do think it's important to, uh, to give a score that reflects it because it does show that I do think, you know, all players have their ups and downs, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think I feel like as we're explaining, it makes sense what he averages out to a 5.31, not saying that, you know, we're the end all be all score, but it's like, clearly he's a player that has really high, high and really low lows. Like mm-hmm. a gummy bear is what kept his man in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's crazy that's insane so um he damn near would have went home and then we get to the triple and he wins the hoh at this point it's clear josh has gotten second in a lot of competitions he said he's thrown a lot of competitions i believe him but at this point it's clear that he's going to start trying to win so he wins the triple hoh and i don't like the decision he makes with the first time he has power this entire season he decides to nominate Jason Lynn and Marty, which is fine, and Summer, which is fine too. When the veto gets used, it, and this is his idea. If I put up Helena, Helena could go. If I put up Betty, Betty's definitely staying. So in his mind, he felt like the way to keep all his allies, Kevin, Helena, and Betty, was to nom Betty. That's what he did. I think that was a mistake. One, Helena can go. Mm-hmm. Two, both Kevin, Helena and Kevin and Helena don't have your best interest, and they haven't this whole time. They've been working against you, and and it's clear in his mind that he doesn't know who he needs to trust. He needed to trust Betty, but he was trusting Kevin and Helena over Betty. He was risking Betty's game over them. That was the worst move, damn near the whole season. That was a bad move. That was a really bad move. He put up Betty. He and immediately Kevin's like, "We saving summer." <laughs> So it could he didn't even it, it, it couldn't even work like it could have easily not worked and if Kevin was being more selfish he would have saved Summer and Betty would have went out and Kevin would win the game low key that was low key Kevin's mistake but we're not on Kevin um so Betty ends up staying um but Betty is sick of him she wins the next HOA she's like well <laughs> I'm nomin Josh y'all can vote Josh out if y'all want to but. And as you can see, we had to give him a lower score because of that. Because it's like twice in a row, you you were the catalyst of someone staying that almost got you out. Like this is mm-hmm. two weeks in a row that he stayed by the skin of his teeth. A gummy bear, and what was this week? I don't like the skin of his. Oh, well, actually, this week it was his. It was his. It was his own, I guess, game. Um, yeah. He he started playing. It's weird. At the last two damn weeks, he had he started playing good because okay. I just want to re- restate, at this point, a lot of his good allies have gone home. Summer going home wasn't good for him either because Summer genuinely was more more loyal to Josh than anybody else in this game. Meanwhile, Kevin and Helena are more loyal to each other and not really loyal to him. So he's lost a lot of people who would have been good for his game. But Betty nominates him, and Betty nominates him, which isn't good. But he basically 
convinces Betty through his social game with Betty. Betty is a very like a more emotional player, and Josh has a good social game. So through his social game, Betty's basically like, you know what, Josh, we need to let's just keep let's let's get back together. Um, this is when Betty convinces Josh that Kevin is bad. As you see, I said Betty convinces Josh. It's like, what is the what does he do? But at this point, Josh is like, okay, I'm gonna be fake with Kevin and Helena. And Kevin and Helena are wavering on are we evicting JC Lynn? Are we evicting Josh this whole week? And they end up saving Josh. So it's a testament to Josh's strate slight strategic yeah. ability. And and his social skills, you know, he mm -hmm. he and the thing, she was able to flip him against Kevin, but because he had this deep connection with Benny, she wanted to cultivate their relationship. She wanted to make it better mm -hmm. and build further and then stay on good terms. So she wanted to tell him that they were coming after him because she wanted him to stay. And that mm -hmm. does show that, you know, a social game, it, it can outweigh a strategic game in the sense that he stayed through and through down to this uh, social game. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So I do think that is a strong testament to the public player he is, but it's like I said, like he was nominated a 5.31. Yeah. Um, and, and his social game is also a testament to why Kevin and Helena kept him. They, for some reason, trusted the fact that he was going to throw the final four age of eight. And it's through the fact that honestly, probably because he did nom Helena during the triple because he was bending over backwards for him. I won't say that that was purposeful. He like genuinely just actually trusted them when he shouldn't have. Um, but the fact that he, when he when he trusts someone, he bends over backwards for him for them. So because of that, it really gave them a reason to be like, you know what? It probably is a little better if we keep Josh. And he stayed. So that was a really good move for Josh. And then he <laughs> he told them he was throwing the final four HOH. He wins the final four HOH. He wins the final four veto. And honestly, if I had to bet on who's gonna win the final three HOH, it's gonna be Josh. And if I had to bet on who's gonna win, it's gonna be Josh. Josh. So and that's how he made it to the final four. And that's how he made it to the final four. Really good. I think overall, Josh is just the average player. I think, you know, if you round our score, we'd give him five, you know, or 5.5. I think a 5.5 makes sense. A 5.31, I think it makes sense because with Josh, he literally can go back and forth. I think he's able to win the game, but he's also able to get out at week eight, which he low-key would have. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Um, Moving along. We could just talk about Betty next. Um, we just talk about Betty next. Okay. Um, Betty, go back to week one. Rewind. Betty's a little bit easier than Josh, low key, because Betty, babe, she wasn't doing anything. We start off. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. She, we are. she was doing things. What was she doing? She was doing things. So week one, which we find out from week two. Betty's main alliance in the game is the Mandem Alliance, which mm -hmm. consists of her, Summer, Tanisha, and Helena. Mm -hmm. They're an all-girls alliance of all the women of color left in the house after Melina goes. And it's like, obviously, they're going to take it to the end, right? <sighs> no. <laughs> no. So, um, Marty wins HOH. And Marty, you see, every time Marty wins HOH, he noms Betty. Betty, Betty and or Josh. Betty and or Josh. So Marty wins HOH. The target isn't Betty, but at this point in the game, Betty is only she only she kind of only talks to um Josh, Jess. Kind of similar to Josh, the people on the outside, and Tanisha. She was really only talking to three people, and she she didn't even seem interested in talking to anybody else. She was arguing with Kevin. 
Yeah. She was she was arguing with with other. She was arguing with people. Yeah, um, people didn't like Betty at this time because you know the Cyber Seven was created. Other than Amanda, them, she had no strategic uh, connections. People looked down on her really, really early on in the game because no one expected Betty to be a serious player in the game. Yeah, <laughs> their loss. She was not even being considered. Um, when she gets nominated next to Jay, it's mostly everyone was just going to vote out Jay. Yeah. Um, so it, it wasn't necessarily things that she did. She did have more connections in that because she did have a, the Mandem's Alliance. So that helped her stay. But essentially, she's not really in anything major at this point. Um, the Kyle week. Kyle this is when a shift, I feel like, starts happening with Betty's game. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, as we mentioned earlier, this week, Kyle originally wanted to put up Betty. And then he was like, oh, wait, we're not doing Betty because I want to do Moose. Mm-hmm. So while he's, you know, being crazy, blowing up his alliances, turning all the black people, Betty's sure good, you know, then <laughs> Moose wins Rito, and then the talk again is to put up Betty. Mm-hmm. At this point in the game, it looks like Betty is just an easy nom. I was being higher on Betty, but, you know, certain someone was a little bit lower, which is why her score still round out to a four. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still didn't have respect in the game at this point. You know, she was an easy target, and it looked like she could still be an easy target moving forward. However, I would say this is the week she really stepped into the game because mm-hmm. saving Josh kind of put a lot of people into the game. Saving mm-hmm. Josh was the move that really started the spiral and the, 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 the continuous fluidity for the rest of the season. You know, this mm-hmm. solidified Betty working with Summer and Tanisha. This is about her working with Kevin, Helena. Mm-hmm. Um, she never really worked with Herman and Moose, but she started a, 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 a social connection with him them the mm-hmm. truth to use was created that week which is the alliance of essentially all the people of color mm-hmm. um also what was it what was the other alliance that summer created which one uh, uh it was her it was summer tanisha kevin helena josh girl i don't remember the name of that ready so she so yeah, basically that. she she kind of got into the game a bit more mm-hmm. that is true and it was like okay if Betty can get snatched out HOH, if Betty could, you know, mm-hmm. really, sh- it, or if her side continues to win, Betty can be in a very comfortable position and she could skate her way to the through, skate her way to the end. And that's when I start feeling like Betty has a path to the end. Like, yes, there's no, I, I said this very early on, all of these big people in left in the game, ain't no one finna touch Betty. Mm-hmm. She went from being, you know, at the bottom of the house to, on the side, like in a, in an alliance on the side, well, she was in an alliance and on the side, and she had good connections with the middle people, uh, Kevin and Helena and Josh, and that could have, you know, really gave her a path, like you said. So it was pretty good for her. Um, when we get to the Geno week, she wasn't very much, she wasn't extremely involved in that, but we could tell that her position was already just just getting better. Gino's taking out Kyle. That's really good for Betty um, because now she has a, a group of people who she's in an alliance with who are developing alliances. And they were really trying to develop this, this group of people throughout these two weeks a lot. And that's, um, and that's good. That would have been really good for Betty. So during these weeks, they're trying to develop the side with Kevin, Helena, Betty, Tanisha, Josh, Summer. You know, this, this situation that they're trying to develop, but it just keeps not working because low-key Kevin doesn't want it to work because low-key wants how to be split. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, they just can't win the power because the idea for the last two weeks good. were we get HOH, we can get her out. And yes. they never got an HOH. So that also kind of, I feel like really messed up Betty because, you know, you know, 
a competition is everything in Big Brother. If your side gets power, you can kind of sit back and be pretty for a week. Betty never had a chance to really do that. Mm-hmm. Literally. So, um, after that week, Kyle goes home, and this is when the game gets, I feel, more serious for Betty. Like, the, like yeah. the, this week, between the, the between Kyle's HOH and then Jess's HOH, like, those were, like, shifts in the game. So, Jess wins HOH. As you know, she's targeting Tanisha. Um, well, she's not targeting Tanisha, but she ends up targeting Tanisha. The final two noms are Tanisha and Moose. And when it comes to Betty, this week is important because Tanisha is in the Mandem's alliance. And that is Betty's one real alliance, really, in this game at this point. Helena, Summer, and herself um, are assumed to do whatever they can to keep Tanisha in the game. Um... Betty losing Tanisha, I feel like it is 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 a is a big hit to her. We always say like it was a hit to Summer, but Betty's the one who's here. And when we we get when we think about it, it's a really big hit to Betty because one of Betty's closest allies was Tanisha. Mm-hmm. Um, damn near her closest ally was Tanisha. You know what I'm saying? So Tanisha going really really hurt her game. But I think this is what really shifted betty's energy elsewhere because she did have a really close bond with helena tanisha and you know she was getting closer to summer it kind of pushed her more to way more to josh um way way more to josh she was already in a good she already had a really good relationship with josh but i do feel like the mandems would have taken precedent over josh if they made it to the end she would have chose her girls i do think so but at this point tanisha goes now thing like now when i'm thinking about it like i do think tanisha going in the time, it seems like a bad thing, but retrospect, looking at it, it kind of was a good thing because Tanisha was a kind of the black players weren't really working together, but Tanisha was the one who kind of kept them somewhat connected together. Mm-hmm. And with Tanisha out, she no longer had a connection with Moose and Herman. She had Summer, but Summer was you know all over the house as well. Mm-hmm. She got closer with Josh, but got her closer to Kevin Helena, which ultimately kept her safe yes. these upcoming weeks when people like Marty and Gino had power, you know what I mean? So exactly. I, it, it, it did kind of help her because I do feel like if she were to continue, like if let's say the, the, the uh, Summon of side kept winning, she probably would have just ended up in Summer Tanisha Herman's Moose's shadow and that wouldn't have mm-hmm. been great for her. She was given a chance to shine because all the people were taken out and she was winning comps now. So, yeah. I mean, this... But we say this for everybody. This this was a very pivotal week. Tanisha's week mm-hmm. was pivotal, pivotal for everyone here. Literally, uh, and yeah, like you said, after this week, she's pushed more towards the final four: Josh, Helena, and Kevin. And that's essentially what gets her to the final four because she's pushed more towards them because Tanisha's now gone, and she never was really that close to Summer like that. But she still has a good relationship with her. Um, and so uh, after that happens, after Tanisha goes, we do the double eviction, the chain of safety. Um, and she gets chosen by Josh. I wasn't sure if she was going to get chosen by Josh. I kind of thought he might pick Helena or Kevin, but her getting chosen by Josh kind of made me feel like, okay, maybe she is, you know, taking precedent over these other people when it comes to Josh. Um, maybe. So this, this week was kind of bad for the, you know, the black side. So all of their scores were a little bit lower. She was really just, you know, she lost Anisha, who was on her side. And at this point, it was an assumed split. It wasn't actually a split. And that's why hindsight 2020, her score could have been better that mm-hmm. week. But um, at that point in the game, it was a split. And her people were getting taken out. So it wasn't good for her. Exactly. So after that happens, 
um, Marty wins HOH. And it's bad for her. And, and so, bad. and this is really bad for her because when Marty wins, his initial target is Betty. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Kevin and Helena, they're protecting Josh. They have the connection with Marty. So when it comes down to, you know, the weak prop, okay. Let's take it back a bit. Mm-hmm. So in the safety chain, she was the reason why uh, Jess essentially ended up mm-hmm. going home instead of Gino. Because mm-hmm. Betty and Josh entertained the idea of Gino going home. They brought in uh, jo- uh, Kevin to consider it. They brought in Helena. They brought in Marty. And they all basically agreed. So they get to the couch. Kevin and um, Marty, not Kevin and Marty, Helena and Marty on the other side. They're not next to Kevin uh, Betty and Josh and Betty looking at Marty and she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, he is not gonna evict that man. I'm not gonna look stupid and be at the bottom of the house for his ass. So mm-hmm. she tells Kevin and Josh, we're not doing it. So Jess was going home. Period. So they go in their vote and Marty and Helena they still evict Gino because they think that's the plan. But Kevin. Betty and Josh don't. So when Marty wins this next HOH, he is livid at Josh and Betty because he feels like they have cultivated this entire plan just to make mm-hmm. him look stupid in front of Canada on Big Brother. But that's mm-hmm. not the case. He's just senile. And it just it just wasn't this big thing that he made out to be. However, from the help of Kevin and Helena, they were able to save Josh that week that he wasn't, he was still gonna be nominated, but he wasn't the target. Mm-hmm. Betty was the target. Mm-hmm. And it's not looking good for her because she definitely would have went home if the name stayed the same. It would have been bad. Yes. And, you know, thanks to Kevin, kind of, and this is also a testament to Betty. First of all, we see how active she can be because she was the one essentially to get the vote to be on, um, to be on Gino originally. She was also the one to take the vote off of Gino and put it back on Jess. We also see after this week when it comes to Kevin and Helena, um, you know, who they want to take to see in their end game, we can kind of see now that they kind of want Betty in their end game. They kind of are leaning towards taking Betty to the end game. And so they're also working to save Betty in a sense, along yeah. with Josh. So it, even, it's looking good for her after this. Yeah, and even though she's nominated, this is when she starts to really get into the best position she's been in the entire game. That's why, mm-hmm. as you can see, she went up. And stay mm-hmm. going up after this because she kind of continually start growing. Like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, to stay that week, she made a Final Four, solidified a Final Four with her, Josh, Jason, and Gino, that Jason mm-hmm. and Gino were very loyal to because they, at the time, they weren't trusting Kevin and Helena that much. They definitely didn't like Marty. So that move is what kept her and Josh safe that, safe that next week. Mm-hmm. And it also was the week where Summer... <laughs> My girl, mm-hmm. Betty was basically like, Betty, I don't know if I can keep you. Now, at mm-hmm. the time, Summer was a vote that Betty thought she 100% had. So with her vote being, you know, gone, you really see the type of game player Betty is because that's when she immediately goes to Jason Lynn and Gino and starts uh, vying for their votes, which is interesting because she didn't have a strategic relationship with them prior to, but mm-hmm. she knows these are things she has to do if she wants to stay in the game. A fighter, we have to stand. That's yeah. when she made the final four, and she ultimately stayed that week and kept herself week, uh, safe the next week. So mm-hmm. it was really giving. It was really, this is where I personally felt what I was saying was finally coming to fruition. You let Betty stay in the game long enough, my sister gonna start eating y'all up. <laughs> Quite literally. No, um, she really, it really showed how active of a player she was. We didn't really get to see this, but it's just activity, activity on activity, activity. She keeps getting more and more active. Like you said, she has this final um, four that she now made with Gino and JC Lynn that she, mind you, 
she's literally having to tell Jocelyn, we can't reload to that by the way. She she's kind of taking control over the the the, the structure when it comes to her and Josh, because her and Josh are a duo. She's kind of taking control over the fact that, by the way, Josh, we're going to vote them out. Uh, we're in this final four now, but we're going to fake that we're in it, but we're going to vote them out later on, and we're going to get out you know, next week. It's like she she has a lot of control in what's happening, honestly. So, she becomes you know, really cutthroat, minus Josh at this point, but she comes really cutthroat. After Summer mm -hmm. does what she does, she takes it very personally. She has her moment, but then she realizes, like, well, okay, it's a game. Clearly, bitches is not playing fair, so I won't mm -hmm. either. Literally. Um, and that's good for her. So what happens is, um, you know, Gino, the, the whole Gino week happens. Um, and he's keeping Betty and Josh safe. He already says, I'm not nominating Betty and Josh because of what Betty did. So we see that happens. After this, here go Marty again. And this is also another important week for Betty because Marty wins the next HOH and he noms Betty and Josh. Um, Betty wins her first competition this week. And that's interesting because as you know like the canadian competitions have become more e equalized so it, it, we were thinking a lot of different people were going to win comps but at this point it's kind of been the same people but when betty won this veto um it was very interesting because we knew it was a chance that gino or jc lynn one of these comp beasts could go home exactly so that means betty's likelihood of winning more comps is is now increasing because she can win a comp being able to win a comp is important um and so we already and see this was a, and mind mm -hmm. you, this is a this was a really, really serious pivotal comp that she needed to win because if she did not win Beto this week, Betty was likely going home. Like mm -hmm. it was bad for her. Like mm -hmm. it, it was bad for her because yes, she did have that final four, but in a very fluid, fluid house, you know, things were always changing. It kept her safe with Gino, but Gino is no longer in power. And mm -hmm. Gino isn't someone who is going to necessarily fight to save someone. If everybody say we're getting on Betty, Betty mm -hmm. ass is going. So it was really bad for her, but she pulled out the win. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> this and this week was good for Betty because Gino goes home. And that's the person she was going to target damn near anyways after Marty. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's really interesting that he goes because I think the HOH that she ends up winning uh, after he wins, mm -hmm. after he leaves, is something he probably would end up winning. Exactly. Because he was so great at mental competitions. I mean, he was mm -hmm. really her only competition when it came to mental. Mm -hmm. The comps that, like, Gino would win were comps that Betty would get second in. So him going was really helpful. So Gino goes, and then this is the, the triple, and, you know, whew, the triple was something. Because you think you would think, okay, Josh wins HOH, Bet Betty should be safe. I don't think he's going to not Betty. Girl, no. But it's interesting because it really shows now that we're talking it out these last couple of weeks, um, ever since she ever since she was she got nominated by Marty the second time, you know, not too long ago, it was on for Betty. Yeah. She was making final fours, she was campaigning hard, she was being cutthroat, and now we get to the triple. And as soon as she's told that she's being nominated, she said, Oh, let me go get these votes. She these immediately votes. goes to Kevin and Helena. Y'all are saving me. Y'all are saving me. Y'all are saving me. They're like, we're saving you. We're good. And, you know, Kevin is Kevin had considered to save Summer, but, you know, her coming to him like that, clearly Josh wanted her to stay. It, it was like, oh, well, I guess we're saving. You know? And it's like, we sh we saw how hard she campaigned. And when she went to JC Lynn about the same thing, JC Lynn was like, ooh, 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 what? Huh? What? <laughs> but, but JC Lynn was like, I promise Summer, but let me, let me see what's happening. Like, it wasn't just a no. You know, yeah. and, and she stayed. She got all three of the votes and she stayed that week. And honestly, it was probably better for Kevin and Helena and JC Lynn to keep Summer. 
damn near all three of them, it probably would have been better to keep Summer. Because and Summer, after being nominated, did. would not have worked with Josh the capacity that Betty did. Mm-hmm. She she would have definitely worked with J.C. Lynn and then probably Kevin and then probably Helena before Josh. But mm-hmm. but that's not what happened. They kept Betty, which probably wasn't good. And the girl Betty won HOH. So it's literally been the last, like, since week, since week seven, all these last couple of weeks, and, you know, from week six going into week seven, literally, her, her, her game has just gotten way more and more better. She's won another comp now, which is giving her a very good chance to win the jury. We're hearing the jury say, we kind of, we wouldn't mind voting Betty. You know, we're probably not going to vote you know for Kevin, but we, we wouldn't mind voting Betty. You know what? I, I really, I really played my sister's face. You played your sister's face? I think she gotta get a seven this week. I think it needs to be a seven. I think she do too. I think it needs to be a seven on raw because I, I, I think I think now that we're really talking it out because if we're doing the uh, on week nine the H uh, the H O H week, you know it, it it did start off kind of rocky. She said herself that you know I kind of regret not targeting Kevin, but the fact that she was still able to see that Kevin was the mastermind of the season. Kevin was the front runner, the person who people were starting to say could likely win. I think is very. It's just, it's very, I don't know. It's the fact that she was able to see it when no one else was. The person who had just backstabbed her for the loyalty of Kevin, she was able to turn against him. And I mean, fully against him. Mm-hmm. To the fact that literally the front runner of the season is now going home essentially because of Betty. Essentially because of Betty. Because, like you said, her staying in the triple is it, low key Kevin's downfall. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. I really, I really do think that that was that was a part of Kevin's downfall, and it's because of Betty's good game. She had a good connection with Kevin and Helena and Josh, and she had enough, you know, strategic sense to want to get them to vote Saber. Like, if she hadn't went to them, it's quite possible Kevin and Helena just talk because she interrupted that conversation. She interrupted. Mm-hmm. She came at them. She talked to them. She talked to them. She talked to them. Then she left, and they had to decide if she didn't come. They could have easily been like. Summer and Helena would be like, well, maybe we should. And Kevin could have been like, mm, maybe we should say summer. That didn't happen because of Betty. Um, per. So as of now, Betty is very likely in the final three. Yeah. If Betty wins the final HOH and she takes Helena, she wins she the game. Win. If she takes Josh, it's gonna be harder for her to win. But I'm not gonna say it's a it's a I'm not gonna say it's it's a no. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's definitely not gonna be a landslide. I don't think he's just gonna blow her out. Like, yeah. So it, it's like she, Betty has a summer said I'm voting Betty period. So she has a vote, you know. So there you go. Um her average is a 4.61. I think that makes sense honestly. It makes sense when you're considering the first half of her game. The first half of her game mm-hmm. is really bad. I think Betty's the type of player that now that she's played, she's mainly the final two. She has more of an understanding of the game. If Betty come play, comes back and play again, I do think that she could potentially be an over like a, a like Six player overall, at least. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. think this time she still had to learn. She had to, you know, go through the trials and tribulations. She's done it now. I mm-hmm. think some people are just slow learners. But to them, my big brother is that if you're able to, like, and like, that's why I said it. Like, if you're in a position to where you can kind of skate by for a minute and then turn mm-hmm. it on, like, you're golden, especially in Big Brother Canada. So she was able to do that this this uh, season. Um, and and I, I really do think she had a lot of promise if she would have get uh, brought back. Yeah, 
And just to clarify, their average rating does not mean that that's what we think of them as an overall play. Like yeah. when I say, oh, the overall rating for Tanisha is a six, that's how I feel as an overall player. The average is different than overall because honestly, if someone averages a six all season, they're probably an eight player because they got a six all season. That's really good. Exactly. You know, so shit like, so when we get to Kevin and you see a six, he, he averaged a six and he's probably an eight player, like I just said, damn near. So it's like it, it really is a different situation. But um, with that being said, let's get to Helena. Halili. Okay, I have been really hard on Helena. I want mm-hmm. to be soft on Helena. Helena is a good player. And it's going to be interesting because she's the only one here. You no, know, her and Kevin are the ones here that we've rated above a five the entire season. Yeah. You know, um, actually, no, because she got 4.75. Anyways. Above five, damn near the whole entire season. So she's clearly was playing good, and we clearly saw what the fuck we were doing. I know y'all are stands, y'all were mad when y'all were standing her, but we saw what the fuck she was doing, right? So week one, I was really impressed by Helena. I think Helena was like the top two player on the first like five, six, seven weeks. You know what I'm saying? I was really impressed by Helena week one because, well, week two, because when we come into the season, she doesn't have an alliance, but we already see what the fuck she's doing. And it's interesting because we are kind of thinking as an audience, Helena might be the mastermind of the season because Helena has final twos sprinkled across the season. And it's like, huh? We already see she has a final two with Marty, who is HOH right now. She has a final two with Kevin. We're like, hmm. She's very, very close to Tanisha, Summer, and Betty. She's had the Mandem. She has a good relationship with Josh. And she likes her a lot. And Moose likes her a lot for no reason. He wants a final two with her. We already see, and Helena's the game that I've looked at the closely, honestly. We already see all of these little nuggets of mastermind in there. We're like, ooh, wait. So um, Marty has his week, and she is very, very safe with Marty. Marty tells Helena almost everything. He Mm -hmm. tells her about the boys' alliance that he created. He tells her about the relationships he has with Kyle, the relationship he has with Moose. He warns her about people. Helena is very, very in the know. She knows everything about the game at this point. Um, you, know what's, you know what's really interesting, too? Yes. And we're going to get into it more, but like, I, I kind of want to mention it now because we've been saying this whole time, like, Tanisha Week is the week of the season for a lot of people. <sighs> and it's the specific week where I feel like Helena and Josh give the game to Kevin. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because we were giving Helena – higher scores until week five which is the week kevin that, that which happened. is very which is which now that i'm thinking back to her early game she did ha- she all the Phenomenal. connections we just named she mm-hmm. wasn't in a solidified group but you know the main um power structure savage seven no one was targeting her in that and then the the side things that were being formed marty was the hoa she's had something with moose and Kyle and Gino and all of them were like, "Yeah, we probably should just bring Alina in as a fifth, and maybe mm-hmm. Kevin and, and as a sixth, and uh, you know, Jason Like she mm-hmm. was like she was someone that everyone felt like they had very mm-hmm. long, early on into the game, and she was not. She was and that's the thing, unnominated all the way to final four. She was never yeah. even a consideration. That's the game. I want to say like I genuinely think Helena's the game I was most impressed by pre-Tanisha week, I was very, very impressed by Helena, and I was watching very closely. And even as an overall player, I really like Helena, and I wish she played more self-interested, um, but she just didn't. So, that week happens, and um, basically, she knows about everything going on in the house. Uh, minus 7-7, I doesn't think she knows about that, but that's not even real anymore, because Kyle doesn't care about it. So, 
Um, Kyle wins HOH. And at this point, Helena, it's weird because um, a lot of the white people who were trying to form this new white alliance, mainly Kyle, are thinking, well, we can maybe have Helena. We can maybe have Helena. And it's interesting because they want Helena and so does, you know, the other people in the house all are already working with Helena because she's in the mm-hmm. Mandem Alliance. Um, Kevin and Helena are working very closely together. Um, but we, at this point, we still don't necessarily know if Helena is more close to Kevin or Marty, who she's going to choose as her Or friend. Jess. With or Jess. Crowd. Once Josh gets nominated this week, we really start to see okay, who is Helena's full loyalty to? At first, right. I always thought it was Jess. I always thought it was Jess. But then it, it, it starts getting uncovered that it is Kevin. They mm-hmm. had the Ghost Alliance. They had a final two since week one. But this is also the week where I kind of felt, okay, Helena. Because mm-hmm. once Josh gets um, targeted by Kyle and he goes up on the block, it's clear that Helena wants to play in the middle. She has a specific way she wants to play, and if she has to go against it, she is going to literally crumble. So that week mm-hmm. it was like, do I keep Stephanie and, and, and do what Kyle wants and what she thinks the majority majority wants, or does she go with the blacks, basically? Mm-hmm. And that was a flip-flop, flip-flop the entire week. Yeah. I mean, she kept saying... I don't have anything with Stephanie. I don't want to work with Stephanie. I don't even like Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I want to work with Josh. I like Josh, but I don't know what I should do. And mm-hmm. essentially, as we saw that week, she kind of let Kevin decide. Like, mm-hmm. what should we do at the end of the day? And he was like, well, I, I want to keep Josh. So mm-hmm. they, you know, kind of went with that side. I do think this week, the first time he was nominated, Josh was nominated next to Stephanie, she... I can see why it would be harder because it was earlier on, Mm -hmm. but it was just like, you know, that week when she could have been creating a lot of relationships and and, and strengthening bonds, she was too busy lying to both sides. Too busy waiting. potentially ruining her game even more. Mm -hmm. You know, like it was really important. I think, I think Kevin decided early that mm-hmm. he wanted um, Stephanie to go and Josh to stay. So he started making moves that would put him in a great position after that. Mm-hmm. They just lied to both sides. And, I mean, Helena just lied to both sides and kind of just hoped for the best. And that week it started to see, okay, if she's acting like this now, how is it going to be further in the game where bigger moves need to be made? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because as we keep saying, Kyle's HOH week is a hint of how people are going to play. And then Tanisha's week is the catalyst both of those were kind of caused by kevin so that's pretty interesting but um uh after this basically we see that helena wavers and we're like damn why is helena wavering back and fucking forth between a decision that should be simple uh like a big majority of the house were definitely going to save josh and helena is kind of wavering and it shows her indecisiveness and i said this in the podcast last week i was like indecisiveness in big brother it's going to be hard for you to get the win. It's not necessarily good for you. You need to make a decision. And as we see all the way this week when they were indecisive about Josh and, and JC Lynn, that was bad for them too. But um, we see that Helena's indecisive and that's not necessarily good. Then we get into the next week, which is week four, and Gino is HOH. And we still see that Kevin and Helena are now in a in our, in our a good position because they Gino thinks he's with Kevin and Helena. Gino and JC Lynn think they're with Kevin and Helena. And then the other, high, other side of the house are still trying to vie. They're vying for Kevin and Helena's loyalty. They're trying to add them to this alliance, to this group. But Kevin mm-hmm. and Helena aren't really, you know, solidifying that with them. 
Yeah, um, this is what Kevin Molina like. They they had the opportunity to still play the middle, so they still uh, definitely effectively did so. Mm-hmm. You know, Gino after that week, you know, he came into this week was like, I don't want to work with anybody. I don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. F all y'all, and then basically realized I can't do that. So you know, he went to uh, Marty. He he went to Josh. He went to Kevin mm-hmm. Molina because you know at this time, as we mentioned earlier, this is where the white people were starting to think. I won't put Kevin Molina in that, but this is where. Marty, Gino, and Jason Lynn were genuinely starting to feel like, well, all the black people are working together, so mm-hmm. we're going to need to form a side and go against it. And I think at this time, this is where Kevin and Helena started um, trying to, you know, keep those lines uh, divided as much as possible. Yes. And this uh, this week was interesting for Helena because it, it showed us that she was a player because this week she tries to convince Gino to backdoor her mom. And that was fu- basically fully her. Like she she did think that it was the best thing to do. And Kevin did want that too. But she was the one who went and tried it. And it was kind of a solo mission. And she she basically tried to convince Gino to, to nominate her mom. And she did, she had good points, but her mom had already dead at that issue because her mom is a good player, also. So mm-hmm. it didn't work. But it it showed me, okay, Helena. If, and this is what I said last podcast or one of these other podcasts, if Kevin was not in this game, if she wasn't attached to Kevin, I think I would like Helena so much more because she can do things on her own. She just chooses to do things for Kevin instead. And it's fucking annoying. But at this point, we see her as an individual player still because she's still trying to, she tried to get her mom backdoored for herself, for her own game, basically. She didn't. Yeah. And honestly, I was like, there's no way Helena is going to. I, 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 I was that. like, I, from seeing what happened last week, I was like, I don't think Helena's that kind of a bold player. Mm-hmm. But I think Helena definitely proved that, no, she, she when needs be, she's going to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. But this was before she, you know, got completely under Kevin's shadow. And my thing is, she always, and, and as we see throughout the season, Helena is active and she is causing a lot of this stuff to happen. She's just causing stuff to happen that's better for Kevin and not good for her. Like, she was the 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 swing vote to the Tanisha vote, which is next week. We get to next week. Her close ally is HOH, and I thought Helena was closer to Jess than Kevin. Um, and up until this point, I was like, okay, wait, maybe Helena has a pull on Jess, but Helena didn't have any influence on Jess's on Jess's HOH really. Like Helena was okay with what Jess was doing because she wanted her mom and Moose out, but Kevin essentially ran that HOH from beginning to end. Um. Fully. And it was mm-hmm. interesting because it's like, Helene, you just gonna let him what? This and is this when... is really where Kevin, Helena let Kevin take over, take yeah. control. And it was like, whoa, why are you doing this? And it's like, I think she likes being um the, the understudy, the under like she likes someone being the, the controller so that she can hide in the shadows. I understand that, but if you're gonna hide in the shadows, you need to be the one controlling the person who is quotations controlling. She wasn't. Mm-hmm. Kevin was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. When it came to this vote, and I got in her ass about this vote, the fact that she still got a 5.75 is generous. God damn. This was the worst move for Helena because I feel like she lost the game at this move. I genuinely feel like once she did this, there was no way she could win the game. She had already assumed the position as Kevin Shadow. Um, by by voting the way she did, mm-hmm. she knew Tanisha staying was better for her game. 
And she said multiple times, I don't think this is good for my game, Kevin. But whatever, we're, are we going to do this? Kevin's like, we're going to do this. And she did it. It was not good for her game. I think she's okay with it because she still got to the end. I think her goal was to get to the end. Her goal should have been to win. Exactly. Especially at this point. She was in a great position, and that's why she still got a good score. She was in a great position. She's still in a good position, even if she votes out Tanisha. But if Tanisha stays, she would be in a great position because they're still voting out somebody on the other side. They want to keep the side separate. They want to play the middle. They can. Moose is still going. It's still a middle to play, and Tanisha going really ruined that middle. There was no more back and forth after that. If Gino just so happened didn't get the red gummy bear, Gino probably could have won this game. Essentially, because they ruined that other side. Tanisha going did ruin the other side, how they thought it made it them. And that's the thing. I don't understand. Like, if you're going to be a middle player, try to keep, I feel like it's smart to keep the sides as even as possible. Like, sitting Tanisha home, keep the sides even as possible, and then also have influence. Like, it was very clear that this week, Kevin felt very comfortable with Jess's DHOH. Like you said, he definitely ran it. And this is where Kevin really started to come to his allies with these plans and these strategies. They started putting in Josh, you know what I mean? He had a good relationship with Betty. He had, you know, he he was starting mm-hmm. to fully put his plan in motion of fully splitting the sides and making sure that they have control on both. And for that strategy to work, which, you know, it does help the crash test dummies, but it, it helps Kevin the most. But for that strategy to work, it does require both Josh and Helena to give up the social connections that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, this week, once Kevin decides he wants Moose to stay, he immediately goes to Moose and, and cultivates a relationship and creates a bond and, mm-hmm. and tells him he wants him to stay. Helena is keeping Moose over Tanisha, and she's not even talking to him, not even conversing to him. And this mm-hmm. is what I realized. It's like, oh, my God, she is just going to do whatever the fuck Kevin wants, isn't she? Because in no way did it make sense to get out someone that you've been in a named alliance with since the early weeks of the game. I mean, you've built social capital with her. Tanisha is a vote for you in the end. Moose is not voting for you. Mm -hmm. Tanisha could have. So it just didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense at all. And as you can see, this is where we kind of start being lower on Helena because even though she was in a great position, she started to become really under what any, she became a minion for Kevin, point blank period. That's what it, it mm-hmm. seemed like. She was someone who was everyone wanted to bring in, no one wanted to put up to someone that, honestly, people stopped liking. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people stopped liking a lot and, and thought less of her because mm-hmm. she was they didn't respect her anymore. being a pawn for Kevin. Yeah. After that, she ruined her relationship with Betty and Summer for a, a, a few, for, 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 for a few couple weeks, which is interesting because she got them relationships back. By the time Summer left, Summer was she good with Helena. Yeah. By the time Betty, but like you know, Helena's a good player. It's weird because you know she's a good player because she she has so many good moments. We can just name the good moments that happened. She lost like voting out Tanisha was very very a hard hit to Betty and Summer. Very very hard. Um, and so she has to spend time trying to repair those connections. So she does. So within the next few weeks, she's letting Kevin run her. And honestly, like this is the best way I can say it. So you know. Um, the, the double happens. Jess goes home. Um, it was interesting because Helena was the last person chosen in that chain. And it kind of should show her like, Ooh, girl, do a little bit more. Um, but she's still in a good position. Going after that, she's in a good position with Gino and JC Lynn because they trust Kevin and Helena. She's um, not going to be targeted by Betty or, or, or well, actually, low key she was. 
But she's rekindled that relationship by the end of the week with Betty and Summer. So by the end of that week, literally, Betty and Summer are back on the side of we're good with Helena. Um, and she's in the middle with the Crash Check Dummies Alliance, which is good for her. So she's still in a good position. But the issue is that she has to now focus on Betty and Summer and rekindling that relationship. I remember this week she was doing a lot of talking to them. Kevin was doing a lot of running the HOH. Exactly. Um, and telling Helena, by the way, you need to say this to the HOA so that we can continue running her. She'll go say it and then she'll go back and talk to them. She's ruined the relationships that she shouldn't have even ruined in the first place. Um, and she's trying to rekindle that when she needs to be worried about winning the damn game. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does a good job. She does a really good job at rekindling those relationships. They're not mad at her anymore. And moving into the next week, um, her and Kevin mainly are still controlling the, 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 the situation, but mainly Kevin. And it's mainly good for Kevin. So her mom goes home, which is good for Helena. Helena and her mom were not in good graces. Her mom was probably one of the only people who was going to nom Helena um, if he won HOH. Mm-hmm. So that's good for her, but she didn't have um, the, 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 the control that week. Um, and she wasn't the one who got her mom to go. Kevin was the one who got her mom to go. As you see, a few weeks ago, she tried to get her mom up. It didn't work. Um, when Kevin did it, <laughs> her mom's out. You know what I'm saying? Um, we move along. Gino wins HOH. At this point, Gino um, Gino is in an alliance with her and Kevin. She's in an alliance with the Crash Check Dummies, and she is in the good graces of Betty and Summer. Helena is in a very good position. Well, however, however, Marty is going to be backdoored this week, um, and she's left out of this plan. She doesn't know this, um, and if she doesn't win HOH, she's going to... Marty could go home. If she doesn't win veto, Marty could go home, and that's not going to be good for Helena. But she does win the veto. And this is just like for Betty, this is good for Helena because her winning this veto really shows that she can win a competition. And being able to win a competition is important, like we said. So this was really, really good for Helena that she could win a competition. But at this point, we are getting the jury information. Every single jury at this point has said Helena is, because, you know, Moose goes home. Herman and Moose are like, oop, Helena is not getting our vote. Herman literally has an interview and he's like, He's asked about Helena. He's like, who? Who's that? It's bad for Helena. It's not looking like she can win a jury vote against anybody. And that's really, really bad because the goal is to what? Win. win. This is where it, it really starts to look like Helena doesn't really have much of a chance to win. Like, she is winning that veto. She has some control of the situation. I do think, you know, Marty staying and um, Marty staying this week was great for the uh you know, duo of Kevin and Helena. So her winning veto and keeping him safe was really was I think was a really smart move for her. Um, however, it just it doesn't it at this point it doesn't really look good on paper because it's like, you know, you want to veto, you didn't really use it, and then Moose just goes home. It's like it doesn't really show the jury that you're doing anything major. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think they would think saving Marty is anything major at all but you know like you said it proves that she can win competition which was a positive but it's just you know mm-hmm. she won the veto but the person who's orchestrating everything mm-hmm. you know like this week in general i will say neither her nor kevin had that much power though yeah like if if Helena didn't win veto they uh uh mm-hmm. went home and they would have no control over it yeah. but her winning veto stopped that so this was also the week that Everyone is on the under the impression that Marty, Helena, and Kevin are a trio, and that's bad for Helena because she was now the target. If Gino was a better player, he would have just nominated Helena and Kevin. Good thing is she did win the veto, so she wouldn't went home regardless. 
But it could have been bad for her this week. But because she had such a good relationship with JC Lynn and also Gino, um, they didn't even do that. So I think it still shows that she's a good player moving along. And then we get to the triple. At the triple, Marty wins HOH. Um, and it's bad because Josh might go. But it's also okay because, I mean, if Josh goes, that's okay. Um, but it, it's it's interesting because I don't necessarily think it was better for her for Josh to stay. I kind of think it might have been better for Gino to stay. But I think it was kind of a lose-lose for Helena. I think yeah. if Gino stays, he's going to win all the comps and win the game. If Josh stays, he's going to win all the comps and win the game. She kind of just allowed Kevin to make that choice. I don't even think she considered the the, the situation, but Gino getting voted out means she's betraying Marty, who's the only Marty and Jason Lynn, who are the only two people closer to Helena than Kevin. Um, everyone in this game is closer to Kevin at this point. They like Kevin, except Marty and Jason Lynn. So when she made this move, I do think evicting Gino means Kevin's shot up in a good position evicting i think evicting josh would have been better for helena josh was going to take kevin to final two babe mm-hmm. josh was going to take kevin to final two betty was was going to go far with kevin summer liked kevin and it's like you you evicting gino i don't think i think i honestly think helena should have just evicted josh and should have told kevin we're evicting josh period because she would have been in good graces with gino jc lynn and marty yes um they could have won out but josh won out yeah. What now? And the, but the bad thing is, like you said, it's a lose lose because she did it, and now they all left having her at the bottom of their winner list. And then yes. you know uh, there was a conversation and on the feeds where they were like, "Do you think it's because um, she's a girl?" I don't necessarily think it's because she's a girl. I I do think it's just the type of game she was playing. Mm-hmm. It was just inevitable that this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't walk around telling people that you're my final two and then evicting them <laughs> and thinking they just I don't care. Like, that's just, you know, and I will say it is kind of on them because, I mean, no one told you this is a parent college girl, you're fine too. Like, clearly she wasn't saying you was. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, the result of that is that no one respects her game at all. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, you know, her game was great. The, the thing is, we, we've said a lot. We've said a lot of what Betty's done. we said a little bit of what Johnson's done. we said a lot of what Kevin's done. Helena hasn't done. I don't think Helena's done much mm-hmm. influencing at all. So she's attempted season. once or twice. Yeah. Um and failed. Um she, and that she's was it. someone that, you know, she, her 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 work, I think it's the position she's in position. and the safety that she has. Mm-hmm. But it was very clear for a while that she just wasn't gonna win this game. The respect was just not there. Helena is wonderful at positioning. She's a she's like a she's like one of the best big brother positioners I've ever seen. She is very good at keeping herself in a safe position. I wouldn't say power position, but it's keeping herself safe, getting herself to the end. She's really good at that. I think Helena was destined to be in at the end since week one. And every single week, she was still going to be at the end. I think she's not good at positioning herself in a power position. And that's how you need to win, Big Brother, because now you evicted Gino. He doesn't respect you at all. You just sat there, played in his face, and evicted him. You didn't, you're not the one who got him out. You're not the one who who caused him to go home. You know, with Kevin, it's kind of like, oh, we know he was, we know he, he had an input in us mm-hmm. going home. Helena didn't, honestly. So after that, we get to um, the triple and they save Betty. Um, like I said, I do feel like they low-key should have saved Summer. I don't know. I think saving Betty's okay for Helena. I think it's worse for Kevin. I think it's kind of okay for Helena. She saved Betty. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, and then... 
we get to the end game and Betty wins HOH because of Helena's relationship with Betty. Betty doesn't even think that it's a trio that's happening when it is obviously a trio. But because Helena has that good relationship with Betty, it kind of diverts that. She does a good job at separating herself from Kevin and Josh this week to make sure the illusion stays up. She does a good job talking to Betty and talking to J.C. Lynn. She's trying to rekindle this thing with J.C. Lynn, but honestly, why did you even do it in the first place? So this vote, once again, a bad vote for Helena. Helena has had a lot of um, power with who goes home. She should not have let these people go home the way she did. We already talked about it with Tanisha. I, the Gino thing, I'll let her pass because Josh is just bad, honestly. But this vote, Josh or JC Lynn, she should have saved JC Lynn. JC Lynn was taking that girl to final two. Yeah. JC Lynn, even if JC Lynn won every comp, she's taking you to final two. Josh, at this point, is taking Kevin. And then he gets flipped on Kevin. So he's not taking you or Kevin now. And now Betty and Josh are here as a duo in Final Four. You just made the Final Four two versus two when it could when it could have been you and everyone taking you. Betty, JC Lynn, and Kevin would have took her to Final Three if she saved JC Lynn at this vote. That was a very very bad move for her. And honestly, we should have gave her a fucking three. Honestly, and and it came it came it came down to what Kevin wanted at the end of the day. She has been doing what Kevin at one at the end of the day since Tanisha's week. And I think that's why people I think people are realizing that as well. It is it's coming very quite clear that Helena hasn't really influenced much, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um and then her like I said earlier, her goodbye message to Jason Lynn, I feel like really just sealed her fate. Like you were sending her in the jury to people who were already bitter at you. It's just it's really bad. It's really yeah. bad. Yeah. She's a good player, and she played <coughs> she played that week good because she snowed Betty from thinking they're a trio, which they are. Um, and J.C. Lynn went home when it should have been at least one of the crash tests, that means, and it was. So that was the positive. It's also positive that she's probably going to be in Final Two. Uh, well, she could have been in Final Two at the beginning of that week, but Betty done, by the end of it, Betty literally flips Josh and makes sure Josh is on her side. We weren't sure. If Josh was on her side at that point. So at that point, it's kind of like maybe Helena is still in a good position. But she's not. Then we get to the final four and it gets real bad for her. And it really shows that all of these vote, all of these decisions she's been making, it wasn't the winning path for her because now at this point, she's going to lose the game. No matter who she goes to final two with, it's pretty likely she's going to win the game because Josh has just won HOH. He just won Vito. Um, and it's looking like Kevin's going home. If Kevin goes home, whoever takes Helena is beating Helena very likely. There is a slight chance if she wins the HOH and takes Betty, maybe she wins over Betty. Um, but I'm not going to bank on that. Yeah. yeah. So overall, her average score throughout the season is a 5.64. I think it makes sense. I think it definitely makes sense. You know, round up to a six. Because um, I, I do think overall the six. When we do our overall, she probably is going to be a six, yeah. maybe even a seven. Maybe but seven. I think that's accurate because um, I think I, I don't know. I think this is accurate. I feel like yeah. it really fits her. It's like it's someone yeah. who she's definitely better than average. But she, but the way she played this season. Because I can see Helena, even if just Kevin wasn't in this cast, I could see her doing even better. Even if it was just a different cast, I could see her doing better. But, babe. So, I don't think Helena's going to win, but she's here, girl. She made it. And she's unnommed. I'm not going to play her. She hasn't been nominated. 
Yeah. Um, exactly. She's one two. And if she does win, she would definitely deserve it. You know, she would be a deserving winner. She would be a good winner. I would literally like for her to win. She's a woman. It'd be good. But is she gonna win? Nope. Not even gonna play with it. Lastly is Kevin. Now we came into this thinking it was a final three that the video would be over now. But baby, it's a final four. So we got to go through the whole season again. But luckily, Kevin was damn near running the season because even when we look back to the fucking Kyle week, which is damn near week three, um, he had a lot of control in what was going on that week, too. So starting off week one, oh, he, he literally got nominated. <laughs> he started off bad, baby. So he got nominated week one, um, but he didn't go home, which is cool. Um, I wish we got the feeds for that to really see what happened. But remember on the episode, we, we saw initially Kevin might be something to play with because, you know, Melina and Kevin were talking on the feeds and Melina was telling him, basically, I hate all of these bitches here. I don't like them. I don't like any of them. I only like you, Kevin. Yay. Love you. Mm -hmm. Kevin had that room. He was like, I don't know this bitch. So I'm definitely <laughs> going to use all the information against her. And he goes around the house and he lets everyone know what Melina was saying about them. And so she damn near you leave unanimously. Mm -hmm. It was 13 to 2. 13 so, you know, Kevin was showing us really early on, this is someone oh. who is going to play this game really hard and really nasty when they need to. Per, we get into week two. Marty is HOH. Marty not on any of it. At this point. At this time, you go. You got it. <laughs> you got it. I was just going to say, at this point, you know, <laughs> Kevin is, he, he's, he's climbing uphill battle. You know, Herman. Mm -hmm. Was the first HOA. She created the Savage Seven. Obviously, Herman nominated Kevin. So once you're nominated, especially that week one, you're someone who could potentially just be get re 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 nominated. Mm -hmm. And he was shut out of the early power lines because obviously Herman nominated him and Herman created him. But mm -hmm. Marty was not in that power alliance. Marty, you know, only wants to work with people of Caucasian consent, and Kevin is Caucasian consent. So he, you know, obviously wanted to keep him safe, but he isn't wanting to necessarily pull him in. Uh, I think at this time, um, people like Marty, people like Gino, people like Ke uh, Kyle, they're wanting to stray from the Savage Seven and looking to bring Kevin in and use him as a number. Yeah. But other than that, he's not solidified anything. At this time, he's really just kind of planting his seeds across the entire house. He's mm -hmm. going to several people and really making them feel like, you need me in this game. Like Kevin, I mean, Summer and Tanisha earlier on were like, we work, can work with Kevin. He's someone that we can use. Obviously, he had the ghost alliance with Helena. He was working with Betty. Even though she hated him at the time, he was mm -hmm. working on Betty. He had Josh. He had but a relationship with Gino, Kyle, and Marty, like I said. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was working the house, but he was still in the position to where, okay, definitely an easy nom if the right person gets it. Yes. It was risky because we did we knew everybody wanted to use him, but we didn't know if anybody would ever genuinely be loyal to him. And honestly, they might not have, but he he got the two people who would have and took them to the damn end. So it's, it's it's interesting because at this point we're like, okay, Kevin is everyone's willing to use Kevin, but we don't know if he's anyone priority. So we're leaving him out of five. That's what we did. We go into next week, and this is when Kyle goes insane, and this is good for Kevin and Kevin is low-key, you know, agreeing with Kyle. And it's interesting because I don't think Kevin genuinely agreed with Kyle. I don't no. think Kevin, we know, Kevin knew the Black people were not working together like that, but he kind of really edged Kyle on a little bit when it comes to that. Because Kevin's thought is, if the house is split, then I can 
take it to the end. Because at, if the house isn't split, that's really bad for Kevin because Betty's going to go, then Kevin's going to go. You know, it's gonna, they're just going to take out the people who aren't at the big majority. If he's able to split the house, especially if there's power players on both sides, he can really ride the middle and he has good relationships on both sides. Mm-hmm. So because this rumor started spreading, he used that rumor to his advantage to kind of in- encourage Kyle to think that. Um, and that was advantageous for him because it kind of started to set the house up in a manner that he can control. He needed and control. This is also interesting because I feel like this is when the kind of, I ain't gonna lie, one-sided rivalry with Herman started with Kevin and Herman mm-hmm. because this week, you know, everyone's trying to figure out where are we going to fall once Kyle's HOH reign ends. So as we mentioned, Kyle kind of shuts out all of the people of color minus Alina and kind of creates this conglomerate of the Caucasian house guests that consists of Kyle, Marty, Gino, JC Lynn, Stephanie, Kevin, Helena, and Jess. Mm-hmm. And essentially this week, Kevin is trying to figure out I think what side he wants to go on because he he's going to a lot of people and saying like come on let's get a group started let's get this alliance started he has a a, a, a I can't think of the name but he has a fake alliance the the, the rubber rejects the rubber yes. rejects yes. that yes. Summer created it's it's Summer Tanisha Helena uh, Kevin and I want to say Josh the rubber rejects yes, and, so he's in that and her mom and he's also in a guys thing mm-hmm. with. Gino, Kyle, uh, Herman, Moose was not in Marty. and then them, whatever, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, at this point, he has Summer and them telling him, well, Herman is trustworthy, we trust him. And he has Kyle saying, Herman is trustworthy, we trust him. Mm-hmm. Now, this vote, you know, he wants the vote to be a, well, no, Herman wants the vote to be a specific number. Mm-hmm. Kevin just wants chaos. Mm-hmm. So, you know, both of them are trying to maneuver around each other this week, but <laughs> unaware of it. <laughs> so Kevin kind of essentially gives in. He's like, well, Armand is clearly playing one of the best games in the uh, house. Mm-hmm. I want to be connected to one of the best players in the house. So he approaches him. He's like, hey, Armand, I know you playing the game great. I want to help you. Mm-hmm. Song two? I was like, yeah, sure. But mm-hmm. I'm loyal to Kyle. Know that. And this is where Kevin really you know, takes a step back and realizes, okay, basically her mom has to go because in his mind, mm-hmm. her mom saying that shows him that her mom is very, basically playing the game that he wants to play. He's telling Summer and them that he's with them. He's telling Kyle and them that he's with them mm-hmm. and successfully playing the middle, which he kind of actually wasn't doing. He only told Kevin that he was loyal to uh, Kyle because he thought Kevin was loyal to Kyle, even though mm-hmm. Kevin wasn't. So there's a bunch of confusion going along with that mm-hmm. but that week you know kevin solidifies that he needs to get out her mind as soon as possible yes um so um that was an interesting week for him because he did want chaos and like i said with every single other person week three cops hoh was like a a, a hint of the pivot that was going to happen and it's interesting because it was kind of a, a part of a part from kevin trying to create this chaos kevin working with kyle and them and trying to planting seeds in Kyle and them's ears, and then he's getting in good with the other side. He note since Kevin is involved in everything, like Herman, only Herman and Kevin were really involved in everything. Everything. He knew he could split the house because he knows all these white people over here, all these black people over here, they both want me in things. I could split the house. So 
he's he wants that to happen. Jess wins her HOH and he runs it. This is crazy because he runs. Did that happen? No, Gino wins his HOH first. When Gino wins his HOH, um, Kevin has a good relationship with Gino. Um, him and Helena start getting really close, and he is in the Rebel Rejects that's still trying to be formed. Um, and he's also being invited into this other side with the with like the white people, and they're basically saying we are. <laughs> it's just I don't know what else to say. And there were no saying, there were no named alliances. So yes. I, I, uh, he gets invited into the white people alliance, and so now he knows there's white person alliance, and he knows there's Rebel Rex, which is a bunch of black people. Um, I mean Helena. So he knows the layout of the house now. And in his mind, Herman is playing both sides. So like yes. I said, that's now his biggest enemy because I can't have someone else playing both sides. When I'm playing both sides. So um, Gino gets out Kyle, um, which is fine with Kevin. Nobody likes Kyle. So it was fine. It was a good move for a damn near everybody game to get out Kyle. So it was a good move for Kyle. And then Jess wins HR. And this is when Kevin said, this game is mine. I'm running big brother Kevin. Like, I'm running the game. He took Jess and threw Jess around like a rag doll and said, point here or point here. He literally, Kevin wins HOH, essentially, damn near. Basically. And he nominates her mom and moves. <laughs> um, with her mom being the target, her mom King wins veto. And then Kevin renoms to Nietzsche. Like, damn near, this was Kevin's HOH. Um, so everything that happened throughout this HOH was through Kevin. Kevin is literally running Jess this mm -hmm. entire week, literally ruining Jess's game on purpose. Okay. He's literally saying, I'm going to just fuck her game up, fuck their game up. And then he fucks their game up. He literally ruins Jess's game, is perfectly fine with it, and still has a great relationship with Jess by the end of it. Um, Jess yeah. listens to everything he says, and he, when it comes to the vote, he decides, fully him, he decides it's going to be a five to four vote. These are the people who are going to vote for this person. These are the people who's going to vote for this person. And, and I'm this going is how to the house is going to be split. And this is how the house is going to be split from then on. And I'm going to make an alliance with one person from one side. And Helena and me, Josh, and Helena are going to literally run the house. And we're going to make it to final three. And then we're going to win. Maybe final three because I may not keep Josh. And literally, he just decided this week to take the game and run with it and literally run the game from this on. And as you see, he goes from 6.25 to 7.5 to 8 to 8.5 like he increasingly just continues to run this mm -hmm. game. I think my only negative I have for Kevin at this point is that in a very very fluid season and someone who does not have I'm not going to say that he doesn't have influence but he doesn't have a power structure it was no still problem. bad for him because if the wrong person wins if her mind and moves one of these next competitions mm -hmm. Kevin has been fucked so it was like well, you know, we want to go higher, but like, mm -hmm. how strong is the is his game going to continue to be? And it's interesting that you say that he didn't have a power structure because the last time we had a small power structure like this was in BB three, how some people like to mention with Danielle Reyes and and Jason and Lisa. And it's the reason we haven't had a small one is because that's difficult. It's very hard to control the house with three people in mm -hmm. a 16 player cast. What I will say, it's interesting because he started this at top 12, which yeah. is the amount of people in BB3. 
12. So it's interesting that he was able to start this structure of three people at this point of the game because it's enough people for him to actually have control. He could have never done this if he started this from the beginning. It wouldn't have worked. He had to start it at this moment. And it's interesting because it works. Like that small power structure really can work if you're in a a small, if there's less people in the cast. Mm -hmm. So it took to this point for him to take control because I guess that's how he operates in a small manner. He can't do these big alliances. And I think it's also important to have the type of allies that you have in Josh and Helena. Like, no shade. They were definitely very okay with throwing away their games to this man win. But I think mm -hmm. the cooperation, especially like Helena, Helena's a great ally to Kevin. And yes. and I think I think I think she's just a great I hate to say it, sidekick because she's great to bounce ideas off of, and she's like she's gonna if you tell her to vote me on this, she's gonna vote what you want this. If you to ask her, we have to get her to do this. She's gonna go and she's gonna talk to these people and, and get them to help you do this. But mm -hmm. you know, so having people like Josh and and Helena who are giving them all this information really really helped him a lot. Like he kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, after this week, all the information in the house kind of flows through him for a bit. Yes. He 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 really is like at the center of the house at this point because he centered the house around himself. And it's interesting again because usually you need an HOH to do that. Well, he did have an HOH. He had just his HOH. It's interesting because usually to center the house around yourself, you have to be HOH. And he damn near was. So that's very cool. Like he 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 kind of did what Tiffany did week two. Um, how she took control of Kylan's like you know power structure and made that's it her own. Yeah, that's literally what he did. That's, that's literally what he did. He took control of Jess's power and used her their power to make a power structure around himself. So he centered the game around himself at this point. Um, I'm glad we talked about him because he eats. And then, <laughs> as you see, like I said, a week before this, Helena wanted to get her mana to to go home, um, and she couldn't get it to happen. Now, as Lee mentioned, Kevin now his biggest target is her mom. So after the the train of safety goes home, he lets Jess go because he already ruined their game. So honestly, that was good for him because if it got back to them that his he ruined her, their game, it would have been bad. So Jess is gone. He's fine with that. And now Kevin is like, her mom can go now. Um, this is when, when Kevin wants her mom to go, her mom goes, babe. This was a really successful week for Kevin because obviously, like I said, after the whole chain of safety thing, Marty wants to go after Betty and Josh because they think they made him look stupid. Well, mm -hmm. the initial target is Josh. He was able to mind suck Marty out of that. Mm -hmm. uh, and get him and, to target Betty instead. And, and he's like, to target Betty instead. And then Kevin wins Vito himself, uses it on Kevin, and then gets her mind. I mean, gets it's Marty to put up her mind. His mm -hmm. biggest threat in the game. Literally, mind you. Tens across the board this week. Like he ate. He ate. Mind you, mind you, we didn't give him tens. We gave him. Mind you, <laughs> mind you, Marty. Going in, he's like, I'm not putting up her mind. I have a deal with her mind. I'm not putting him up. He convinced Marty. Well, Marty is crazy, but you know, he still convinced somebody to go back on a deal with her mind. Her mind usually. The thing about her mind is, essentially, we got to talk about him with Kevin. Um, her mind is a player who plays um, ahead of the game. So Herman always solidifies a deal and then someone tries to get him back door and it doesn't work because he doesn't solidify the deal. That's why Helena's didn't work. Um, that's why a lot of people couldn't get him out. But this week, even though he did the same thing, Kevin was like, ah, ah, ah. It was very interesting to show how good of a player Kevin is because Herman is, I feel like Herman's one of the best players who's not in this final four, you mm -hmm. know? So the fact that Kevin was able to do that is very, very good. 
And I think it just shows the type of player that Kevin is. Like, he's able to literally manipulate people into doing what he wanted. I mean, yes, Marty is seen out. This isn't the first time he's done it to Marty in this season. Uh, we've got to talk about it but earlier, you know, the, during the Tanisha week. Um, no, not the Tanisha week. The, the Josh and Stephanie week. Josh was, I mean, Marty was the reason Josh was going up anyway. Mm-hmm. And Kevin was able to literally confuse Marty into thinking that he was given safety because he was possibly the target. So then yeah. he ended up saving Josh, which made it the 9 2 vote and created an entire beef between Gino and Marty, which ends up helping Kevin's game. Mm-hmm. So he has just been just causing mess throughout this season that are just setting up these domino effects that are paying off for him in the long run. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what that's the benefit of being an active player. Every little thing he did, even long ago, is helping him now, and it's 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 really really good. And so I just want to I just want to say, as the Herman week, the week Herman goes home, Kevin's boot order is Herman Moose Gino. What's the boot order? Herman then Moose then Gino, quite literally. So Herman goes home, Gino wins HOH, and he wants to backdoor Marty. But, um, and Kevin and Helena are, this is the worst week for Kevin and Helena because um, they are grouped in with Marty and they're left out of this plan. This is also the least power they've had since the Tanisha week. But they use this, well, Kevin used this, the, the, the worst week for his game and literally propelled the fuck out of it because he uses the fact that JC Lynn won the, v, won the secret veto to convince Betty and Josh that Josh was going to be the 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 the, the actual arena, not that Marty was going to be the actual arena, but that Josh was, and that conversation really made Betty want to go all the way to the end with Kevin, and it really made Josh want to officially take Kevin to final two. We were not sure if Josh was going to take Kevin to final two, but when this happened, Josh was definitely taking Kevin to final two. Betty was going to take Kevin as far as possible. Um, and now he just won up to Helena because even though Helena, the thing is, he made Helena help him do this, but it benefited him more once again. So Helena did a lot of help in com- in making this happen too, um, but it benefited Kevin way more. Mm-hmm. So after this, um, Moose goes home, and then Marty wins HOH. Marty staying was very good. Marty winning the HOH was good because he kind of wanted Gino to go. The only bad part of this week is that he did not know who Marty was going to rena on because Marty was That's not nice. is is insane. So I will say, Kevin could have gotten nominated this week. Would he have went home? No, he would not have went home at all. Um, but he could have got nominated and Josh could have went. But honestly, that would have been better for his game. Loki, he should have just gotten on, damn it. Because Josh not going this week, I feel like sucks, but Gino was still here. So Gino needed to go. Kevin wanted Gino to go. Just so happened the gummy bear landed on Kevin on Gino and Gino went. But what was Kevin's influence was the fact that Marty originally trusted Gino and JC Lynn and was never gonna put them up. But Kevin caused mistrust between Gino and Marty. And that's what encouraged Marty to just do the gummy bear because Mm -hmm. he was like, I'm not sure that JC Lynn will save Kevin if I put him up or save Helene if I put her up. So that's what caused the gummy bears in the first place, technically. So the reason the gummy bears got pulled was technically because Kevin was able to regain trust with Marty and make him distrust JC Lynn and Gino a little bit. So we move along. 
Um, and this is when the triple comes. It's insane. He how... was literally the safest person going into the triple. Yeah, going into the triple, Kevin was not going home. I didn't even. There was maybe one scenario when he might get nommed if the veto is one, and then you was on somebody or whatever. But he was never going home at the triple. He was fully safe. He's fully embedded, um, perfectly, and he's caused like the re- Gino getting voted out was more bad for Helena than him, and he knew that. So mm-hmm. he allowed Helena to be the most hated person in that situation. He had such a good bond with Summer, Betty, and Josh. He was never going to go home in this situation, right? So Josh wins HOH. And I think the worst case scenario is Helena going home this week, which she could yeah. have. Had Josh put up Helena, she could have went home. But the, the way Kevin and Helena, I guess both, has made Josh feel about that relationship, mostly Kevin. Kevin is the one, Josh, it's us three to end. He's the one who pulled Josh in. He's the one, we we got this, it's us three, da, da, da. He has given Josh this sense of security between Kevin and Helena, which is good for Kevin. So Josh doesn't even nom Helena. He keeps Helena off the block, which is great for Kevin because if Helena was on the block, that could have been icky. So mm-hmm. now Helena's safe and Kevin is safe. They control the vote, boom, period. But this is where they mess up. But... <laughs> Kevin, as soon as, uh, um, as soon as uh, Josh, you know, puts up Betty, and mm-hmm. the world cries, uh, Kevin has a quick conversation with Helena. He's like, "Should we keep Summer?" And Helena's basically like, "We should just do what he wants. Like, this is a lot. Like, we should just do whatever the fuck he wants. And he wants Betty, so let's just keep Betty." But honestly, retrospect, looking back at it, the fact that Betty is the Reason for his demise, mm-hmm. Betty definitely should have went because no way someone would have worked with Josh moving forward. I think in that situation, he definitely should have went with his first mind, and it it, it, it it's really the reason why Mind's he's coming out for the winter like, season now. If that's, we break this down, if we break this down, that's the one time he let Helena decide. He shouldn't have did that. Helena don't know shit. <laughs> Damn it! Like. That was the one time he just allowed Helena to decide. I'm pretty sure it's because he, I think Kevin genuinely just likes Josh. And a part of it was that he just wanted Josh to, he, he agreed. Because that would have been insane. Like, all in one night, like, dang. Yeah. He, he agreed with Helena, like, we should just let Josh, you know, we should let this happen. Um, But between this decision and the next decision, Kevin kind of low-key went down. We were giving him higher ratings because he was so, we were closer to the end. And he was closer to the fact of winning. He was in such a great position regardless. He was running the house regardless. But between Save and Betty, um, which at the time was fine because Betty was mad at Josh. Mm-hmm. So going into next week, Betty literally nommed Josh. It was working fine for them. She was closest to Kevin. She was taking Kevin to the end. She was taking Kevin to final two at this point. Mm-hmm. So we were good. So it was still going really, really good until um, her smart ass was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And it triggered because he had went to her basically at the beginning of the week and was kind of pushing for Josh to go up. Mm-hmm. And Betty was just like, Bay peeped. Like she was like, mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that you have a phone to his eyes and you was just up here telling me that you want him to go mm-hmm. up? It's like she started thinking, the math started mapping, the dots started connecting. She was basically mm-hmm. like, Kevin's running this motherfucking game mm-hmm. and he needs to go. Mind you, Vito has already been played one. So these are not things that could actually happen anymore. However, mm-hmm. she starts the process of flipping Josh against Kevin, which mm-hmm. is ultimately Kevin's demise here. Yeah, it is. And um, that's what sucks. Because after that happens, first of all, he should have just evicted Josh. They did so much wavering, and I think at the beginning of the week, it was better for Josh to stay for Kevin, better for JC Lynn to stay for Helena. 
by the end of the week, Josh had been flipped. We weren't even sure. So I can't yeah. really blame him because we did not know going into Final Four if Josh was flipped or not. So at this point, when Josh, is, when it's between Josh and JC Lynn, we're kind of like, I guess Josh would take Kevin, JC Lynn would take Helena. And I will say, um, when Josh, when the feeds were on, Josh essentially was like, well, Betty, um, would you vote for who I wanted you to evict regardless? And a part of me felt like that was indicating he might have had a glimpse of, I might want her to evict Helena and not Kevin, because Josh had always been closer to Kevin. He always wanted Kevin at the end. But I think Josh is settled on Kevin got to go. Kevin's the mastermind. Blah, 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 blah. And it's only because of Betty. So that sucks. He should have got Betty out. Damn. <laughs> but, um, so ending the season off, he's probably going to get in fourth place. He's probably going to go home. If by the grace of God or his strategy, he stays, he could low key win, win the game. game. I think he still, he could win. He could definitely win the game. Um, so that could possibly happen, but also he's probably just going to go home, and that sucks because he was a strategic mastermind. It's like the, the mastermind almost never gets it. I know. So his average score is a 6.81. Hindsight 22, we should have been giving him higher scores. Um, some of these well, I, I just I just think I honestly I stand by it for the simple fact that I think that 4.5 is really what brings him down, but that was just a bad yeah. week, and then his, his start wasn't as strong. Yeah, and I think he is a player that is like you know, if he could eat, like he could eat if, the, if one thing goes wrong, he could. If her mom wins one HOH, it's over, and her mm-hmm. mom can win an HOH, you know. What I, I mean, look how quick it was so easy just to, to ruin his, his empire that he built like that. Yeah, Betty slipped that shit in the day. A few hours, quite, actually. Quite literally. There was also a point Summer was on to him. She just backtracked. And if her mom did say he could have got her caught him out too. It, he had some, he had, he what the structure wasn't there. Three people but, is a hard structure. Three people That's why it was like he got a good score, but you know, Helena's still pretty low because it was really like the targets after Tanisha left were likely gonna be Kevin and Helena and Mark. Yes, no, it was. Um, he was literally targeted. So it it was it was hard. He had a rough battle. That's the thing. Kevin played very hard for him to be in such a, you know, even starting off, people were not socializing necessarily with him. You know, it, it was hard for him, but he did it. He's yeah. a, he's a, he's and, a, but you know, a six point eight one rounds up to a seven, and I think that's pretty accurate. Probably just a little bit higher. But yeah. I think uh, you know, that's really accurate for him as a player overall. Yeah, I think so, especially for this season. Um period. Are we done? Woo child. We done. Whew. Shit. Two hours later. Wow. That's a long one. This is a long one. We never did nothing like this. Girl, if y'all want to check us out for the next Big Brother season, make sure you check us out for the next Big Brother season. We're going to have one more co- podcast for Big Brother Canada 10, and that is going to be us going over everyone's um, ranking. We're going to re-rank, or we're going to rank all of them as a whole and, and see how their uh, overall ranking is. Um, not these averages, but actually how we feel or whatever. And um, join us for the circle, the challenge, Big Brother, um, um, Survivor. We are going to be covering all of your favorite reality TV shows or whatever. Um, thank you so so much for checking us out. Follow us at T Reality Kingdom and subscribe and share your friends and tell your friends and da 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 da. Girl, good night. <laughs> the girl is tired. <laughs>